Welcome to Firefox News Online, America's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules are very simple. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room. And if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. Also, bear in mind that this is a roundtable discussion format, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. On with tonight's broadcast. And to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, everybody, bear with me. It's been one of those days, and right now I'm so tired, I can barely keep my eyes open. So I'm still doing the broadcast anyway, but... Don't expect me to, A, be very uh, very friendly, because as, as tired as I am, it could get ugly. I don't want to be like that, but God, man, I am so fucking tired. Now, I'm attempting to, and I hope to have my talking points transferred to the um, clip computer just as soon as I... get my uh, my hands to cooperate. <gasps> Excuse me. That was real fucking nice. I'm going to end up breaking a computer tonight. I know it. 
when I'm this tired, I, I should have just canceled the show tonight and been and begun and should have just left it at that. But unfortunately, I'm trying not to do that if I can help it. I have I'm not going to be on the air tomorrow night because of a prior commitment that will not allow me the luxury of being able to uh, make it home in plenty of time to uh, research anything and so forth like that. So it kind of sucks. All right. All right. I think I got everything. And here is talking points for tonight. I hope. And now, America, it is time for talking points. The views and opinions expressed in talking points are that of the host and the host alone and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Tonight in my talking points, Project Veritas, part four of their CNN expose came out, and we've played three of the parts so far, and tonight's part, I did do some bumping up of the audio because it was difficult to hear some parts. I hope I was able to do enough. So I'm going to give a brief talking points, and then we're going to go right into it. All right? Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, i got to give you guys props. You have done an amazing... All right, I'm going to try this one more fucking time. Bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. I am in a very agitated state now because for it is the fourth, this is about the third or fourth time I thought I was being heard and I wasn't. I am extremely exhausted. I can barely move. I've already fallen six times to the floor from exhaustion. My eyes are blurry, and only because I can't, I, I didn't sleep hardly a wink last night. So I, I'm asking for your, for your understanding, your indulgence, and please forgive me for, for bursting with, you know, dropping the F-bomb right off the bat. All right, I'm going to try the opening again. Now, Blog Talk Radio's gotten the whole enchilada. 
No, they didn't either. So Blog Talk Radio is going to get everything fresh. I give the fuck up today. I really do. Welcome to Firefox News Online, America's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules are very simple. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room. And if we're using a phone line... Okay, this is the last fucking time I'm going to do this. Gunslinger, can you fucking hear me in the in the Mixler chat room, yes or no? Please tell me. You can? Great. Thank you. I know I'm, I'm, I'm jumping the gun, but I'm fucking pissed off because I didn't know the Mixler app didn't have the microphone active. I am, I'm running on zero sleep. I am as cranky as all motherfucking hell. I swear to God, this is not my fucking night. Now I'm going to have to start the opening all over again for the fifth fucking time tonight. It's 12 minutes past. I should have had this done and talking points going already, but no. Stubborn fucking me. I got to do everything the hard way. Here's the fucking opening. Welcome to Firefox News Online, America's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules are very simple. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room. And if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. Also, bear in mind that this is a roundtable discussion format. So please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally... The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. And now, on with tonight's broadcast.
pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Tonight in my Talking Points, Project Veritas, part four of their CNN expose came out, and we've played three of the parts so far, and tonight's part I did do some bumping up of the audio because it was difficult to hear some parts. I hope I was able to do enough. So I'm going to give a brief talking points, and then we're going to go right into it. All right? Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, i got to give you guys props. You have done an amazing job exposing the hypocrisy that is CNN. In June of 1980, CNN began its broadcasting. Back at that time, they weren't like they are today. They are the communist Nazi network, as one of my listeners called it. I refer to CNN as the communist news network, the corrupt news network, the constipated news network. The Clinton news network is another listener's favorite choice for it. And the reason why they're being picked on so much and so vehemently is because CNN has gone to the dark side. Now, I will say something that most people would never expect me to say. There was a time when I used to watch CNN. Yes, but that was back in its infancy, before MSNBC and Fox News came into being. So what happened to CNN? Why did it go down the very evil and sadistic dark side path? Well, like MSNBC, it saw the potential to make money. But then enter Donald John Trump. They were seduced by the dark side, the fanatical liberal left. And yet there is something very unusual about all of this even for me to sit here and admit it. For me to sit here and say, yes, CNN was seduced by money, seduced by power, seduced by the evil, treacherous, lying, liberal left. How does a news organization like CNN go from being a news organization to being the propaganda and bully pulpit tool for the Democratic Party? How do they do that? How do they justify these actions? How do they justify going down that dark and dismal path? The sad reality is they cannot justify it. They cannot justify going down that dark and dismal road because, let's face it, 
they know that once they turn that corner, once they go down the dark side of the force, as the saying goes, the fact is they don't know how to turn back. More to the point, I don't think they want to turn back. They like the position of power that they're given by the Democrats. Yes, you heard me correctly. I said the power given by the Democrats. So the Project Veritas videos that have come out of late truly have given a lot to think about when it comes to the mainstream media and the powers that be. So what I suggest everyone listening and watching and so forth do is boycott CNN, boycott MSNBC, boycott the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Huffington Post, and others. If they're siding with the Democrats and they decide to use the same wording, which, by the way, I have an op-ed that's going to be coming out. I'm going to post it tomorrow on the four video platforms. If this is the kind of senseless, mindless dribble you want, where people like Jake Tapper and Anderson Cooper Rachel Maddow and Chris Matthews are lying to your face and repeating the same liberal talking points as the politicians in the Congress and the Senate on the Democrat side of the aisle. If that's what you want, you can have it. I don't want it. I don't give a fuck if they turned a new leaf tomorrow. They are worthless. And this, above all else, is why I understand you, the American people, turning to alternative media like Firefox News Online because we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. We have had our fill of liberal bullshit. And that's what it comes down to, America. Do we want honesty in reporting? Do we want honest journalism? Or do we want lies and deception at the behest and encouragement and handed to them by the Democrats in the Congress and the Senate and the Democratic National Committee. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Turn this all over the world on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Okay. You know what? This is getting this is ridiculous. Here's the deal. Back in 1980, back in June of that year, when CNN started, they did report the news because they they did what One American News Network does today. They reported nothing but news. I think once MSNBC came on the scene, they started to. They, they, that's when they started to turn the corner, really. And then Fox News came along, and then it, then it was no longer about the news. It was about ratings. It was about ratings. It was about money. It was about, oh, God, it was about whatever they fucking decided, whatever the powers that be said it is. 
the sad reality is we we the the viewers get caught in the middle because if you're tuning into CNN for the first time and you don't know their history well it's a pretty sad one it started out okay and then it went right down the fucking crapper seriously it just went right down the toilet mm-hmm. nonstop Next stop, the shitter. Yeah, that's exactly where it ended up. In the shitter. No need to worry because it went, there was a straight line pipe. From the toilet all the way down to the sewage system. Quick shot. Oh, yeah. CNN also has a, a, a has a, a history of lying through its teeth. Well, so does MSNBC. They're anti-Trump. They're anti-America in their attitudes and behaviors. So, what do you expect? All right, the lines are open. Phone lines are open. Now would be a good time to dial in digits. That's 347-945-5747. Tonight's broadcast will not, I repeat, will not have any overtime. Given my current physical status with exhaustion, uh, no, not going to happen. I wasn't planning on it anyway because of... um, Excuse me, how can you Okay. This yawning is starting to get on my last nerve. I was planning on I was planning on not doing overtime tonight anyway because I've got a whole shitload of stuff to do tomorrow. And since we're not on the air tomorrow night, I get a breather, a reprieve. Hopefully I'll get some sleep tonight because I did not sleep well last night at all, if at all. Let's see here. Seduced by Clinton. And this is Iggy Mom's comments in the chat room. Seduced by Clinton. Which one? Bill or Hillary? I would think Bill because, you know, he likes to seduce the ladies. I mean, look what he did with Monica. Bill Clinton in the Oval Office. Under the Resolute Desk with Monica Lewinsky. Sounds like something out of Clue, the board game. Yeah.
And joining me right now is a Texan with enough attitude to 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 to. to, 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 to. Hi, Gun. Yo, what's up? I'm exhausted. I'm starting to stutter badly now because of the exhaustion. I should have taken tonight off. I really should have. But that would have been very unfair of me because I did say I'd be here tonight. So I'm a glutton for punishment. But, you know, Gunslinger, I, I, I have this fourth piece of, of Project Veritas. I'm hoping that Mike shows up and, 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 and a few other people show up. I don't want to play it just yet, you know. I want to get enough people, enough of the regulars to join us so I can have a really good discussion. Ah, hey, Iggy Mom, I like that name of it better. Iggy Mom calls CNN the Clinton Crime Network. I don't blame her. Hey, I like the I like that name. It it sounds perfect. Because wasn't it a Clinton Crime Network and reporter who kind of gave her a huge pass during the email scandal? Pretty sure it was. You never liked MSN. <laughs> I like the way people rag on MSNBC too. It's not MSNBC. It's it's MSLSD. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so, Iggy. I I, I was I was kind of like, yeah, because it was it was during. That it was during that time that uh, yeah wow. Hmm. Well, my brain cells aren't totally fried yet. Tired, yes. Fried, no. Oh shit. I I have to ask a dumb question here. But but could somebody please explain to me why 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 would I be a glutton for punishment yawning when I'm yawning this badly? Must be my lucky day. Hmm. I think Boyd shared this in uh, the Mixler chat in the FFNO news and topic room. It's a picture of somebody, a, 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 ske- a sketch, a, an artist drawing. Rent- <laughs> Let me try that again. It's an artist drawing of a person reading a book, right? You know, I'll tell you what. Now that's for, for the benefit of those who are listening to me on the Mixler and Blog Talk Radio services. That is, if anybody's actually listening, because I started. It took me eight minutes to get a, get the whole freaking ball of wax going. Let's see here. I'm going to open this in a. There we go. 
Now, of course, of course, nobody can see me because I'm still I'm still running the opening sequence, the, the opening video from when I started the show. Boy, I'm doing great tonight. I didn't charge up my headphones. I screwed up everything. The whole fucking night has been a screw up. Uh, why is that not on? Ooh. I forgot to turn on my ticker, my news ticker. Make sure it's the right one. Yeah. Oh, good. That much I got right. I put the I put the correct dated news ticker file in there. Good, good, good. At least I, I'm. I guess I'm not as brain dead asleep as I thought I was. All right. I am having way too much fun trying to stay awake. All right. I want to share this because I, I want to get right back to what we're talking. What I was talking. What. what I would like to get back to what was being discussed in preliminary. Has anyone ever had one of those days where shit just does not seem to want to go the way you want it to? I mean, seriously. All right. So Boyd shared the what the hell? Hold on a second. Now I am really. This is an I, I recorded an op-ed earlier today, and it, you know I'm not even going to explain anything with the video side. I'm just gonna. Attempt the impossible. Now, here's an image I find interesting. I haven't even read the damn thing yet. This is one of those one of the greatest pleasures in life, reading a book. If you see anything else, consult your psychologist. Okay, let me read that again. It may, not have, it may not have come out right. This is one of the greatest pleasures in life, reading a book. If you see anything else, consult your psychologist. Okay. You have been warned, America. And trust me, it could be worse. Okay. So, where was I? Uh, let's see. Aw, uh, Iggy Mom. Mwah. You are a sweetheart. You know... 
Iggy Mom sure knows how to encourage a person. She really does. She says the, the reason I I I, I kind of doubted why I was still why I was doing this tonight. Why I didn't take the night off. Here's here's what Iggy Mom said of it: dedication, professionalism. Because you love us. Well, Iggy, my audience is much is, you know is like family. We we get down to the ser- ser- we talk serious. Let me try that again. We talk about serious stuff. We have a few laughs. Yeah. I, you know, thank you for that, Iggy. Really. No, I'm I'm very touched, you know. I'm also touched in the head, but I'm very touched. <laughs> yep, family. Yeah. Just don't tell my actual blood family. They'll really hate me then. Now, Gunslinger, I, I want to try and put two and two together on this, okay? And what I mean is, you know, Project Veritas did a really great job. We, we heard the, thir- the first three items of it. And I've got part four, and I'm going to play that uh, probably around the top of the hour, provided I can get enough people to join in. You know, for the discussion. But every time I tell people I'm not doing overtime, they they almost never show up. I mean, you and, and Iggy Mom always do, but the rest of the folks, as soon as I say no overtime, they're like, uh, let's see, is there anything on, uh, anything else on? Is Ron doing a show? Is it Dancing with the Stars on? I bet that's what they're debating, what to play. Yeah. Kind of sucks, really. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I hope that everybody who got the email read, you know, got the message that I'm going off the air at 2 a.m. Eastern time because I'm dead serious. I am. You can probably hear it in my voice. And if my voice sounds like like a gravel pit was swallowed. Yeah, that's because I'm that tired. Okay, so getting back to the to what I'm talk, what I'm trying to bring up here, CNN, the mainstream media in general, gunslinger, I, I you know, when it comes to obeying the the mandates and the edicts of the liberal left, and this is what I suspect is going on here, because I can't imagine for the life of me that anyone, no matter how much money they have or they're they're getting with advertising and so forth. I got to think that 
you know, there has to be some level, some level of a conscience within these people. Or am I being that naive? Go ahead. Well, I'm afraid you're being that naive. Um, these people don't have a conscience. That. Yeah, you know, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but these people don't have a conscience, okay? Uh, I don't know why. Like I said, well, they've been corrupted, okay? It's it's all about the ratings, which is advertisement, which equals money. Ratings equals money. And they've been corrupted by the money god. No doubt about that, Okay. I mean, yeah, CNN might have been pretty damn good when it, when it first started. Everything is is lovely and wonderful when it first starts, okay? But as time goes on, I think you said they started back in the 80s, I guess. Was it 80s? CNN? I don't know. Whatever. They, they started time. back in you can hear you can hardly hear Gunslinger? I don't no know wonder. why. I'm talking about Oh, no, I I know why. Hold on. You know, I I set the microphone up, but I I I didn't see that the speakers weren't set up on Mixler. <sighs> Go ahead, Gun. Well, like I said, like I was saying, you know, they've just been corrupted by the money. I mean, money talks, bullshit walks. You know, it always did. And I think you said it went. You say they started back in the nineties. Maybe it was the nineties. I guess somewhere in there. They started in June but, of nineteen eighty. Oh, eighty! Damn. Yeah, before I read it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Hold that thought. Okay. Give me a second here. When did? CNN start. They started in Atlanta, Georgia. Come on, hold on. I got uh, They started June 1st of 1980, 39 years ago. June of June first, twenty twenty, will mark forty years on the air for CNN. Gun. Oh yeah, I mean that's <clears throat> yeah, that's what, like I said. I was I graduated high school in eighty three, so I didn't think it was that long. But well, yeah, I mean like I said, they they just. That's that's well. There's your there's a reason or one of your reasons is their corporation. CNN is incorporated. Okay, they have stockholders and stockholders will what money. So there you have it. Uh, Any well, tell me something that's not incorporated is not. They don't want money. They all want money, especially if you're incorporated. Like these fucking cities. Look how they steal you blind. They want money. They're incorporated. Goes hand in hand. Good. Now, remember Boyd when he was on here with us uh, not too long ago, and he said it was owned by AT&T? Well, 
CNN is owned by Warner Media. Okay, it's a multinational mass media and entertainment conglomerate owned by AT&T and headquartered in New York City. It was originally formed in 1990 as Time Warner. That's Warner Media. From the merger of Time Incorporated, founded in 1922, and Warner Communications. Uh which I lost the information on it. Anyway, they, the Cable News Network launched on, on June 1st, 1980, at 5 p.m. Eastern Time after an introduction by, by Ted Turner, the husband and wife team of David Walker and Lois Hart anchored the – they, that husband and wife team anchored the channel's first newscast. Bert Reinhardt, the executive vice president of CNN at its launch, hired most of the channel's first 200 employees, including the network's first news anchor, Bernard Shaw. Now, since its debut, CNN has expanded its reach to a number of cable and satellite television providers, several websites, and specialized closed-circuit channels such as CNN Airport. Um, problem with this whole thing? When they first started, now let me point something out, folks. Seriously, think about this. When they first began, they were strictly news. Strictly news. That's it. No opinions, just news. The sad reality of it is they've gone, it's like Star Wars. They went to the dark side. So yeah, Gunslinger, they, they, they were founded in 1980, and next, next year in June they'll be on the air 40 years. I would say their first 10 years of broadcasting was strictly all news. Then MSNBC came along, and then it became competition between the two for ratings. Then Fox News came along, and it became a three-way race for ratings. And... Neither CNN or MSNBC could get out of the starting gate against Fox News Channel. They really. When couldn't. you refer to when you refer to three-way rating, is that anything like a threesome? Just had to throw that in there. Go ahead. Ha ha ha! Very funny, gun. Very funny. Uh, I meant it was a they they were it was a three way race to garner ratings. So there. And you're right, uh, Iggy Mom. Absolutely, you're spot on. 
there were no talking heads. They were committed newsmen back in the way back in the day. Bernard Shaw was was no uh, he was no corporate shrill. And and again, I agree with you. They 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 were not the opinion spinners like they are today. Oh no no no. See Bernard Shaw, he was not a corporate man. He was a newsman. Okay. He was cut from the from a similar cloth as uh, Walter Cronkite because Walter Cronkite he was a liberal Democrat. Whether you knew that or not, but Walter Cronkite just reported the news. Strictly the news. Didn't put any spin on it, twist on it, or nothing. Guys, you know, guys like, um, who was that? Oh, Bernard Shaw was, he was fantastic. I, you know, I thought that Bernard Shaw gave, gave CNN a very bold, a, a very unique style because of the way he the way he presented the news i mean he was he was he was very classy he was very he was very stylish in his in in the way he he presented himself on air but it was because of the other two news channels coming into being that it then became a three-way race between Fox News MSNBC and CNN well, Wolf Blitzer, back in his early days, yes, he he was like Bernard Shaw. He had a he, he was very he wasn't a corporate sh, a corporate shill. He wasn't a corporate shill, not in the least. But something happened to, to Wolf Blitzer. I mean, seriously, the man just went. He he went right around the corner, down the rabbit hole. And I, I, I'm sorry, it, it, the, the man just, he became a corporate mouthpiece, for, for the lack of a better way to put it. Go figure. Oh, Lord have mercy. So I don't know, maybe it's just me, but when you have if you're a news organization, okay? Um you want people to listen to you if you're on if you're if you're on AM or FM radio. You want people to watch you if you're on television or cable or satellite or all of, all of the above. You want people to trust you. So you want to present the news with honesty, accuracy, and so forth. But something to happened to CNN that just seemed to not go anywhere. You know, I 
Maybe it's just me. And, and you know something, Iggy Mom? You know, I, I, you're right. He did. Wolf Blitzer turned into a candy ass. He's a corporate mouthpiece, a corporate shill. Now, believe it or not, Bernard Shaw is still alive. He's retired. The man is still kicking. Now, Bernard Shaw began his broadcasting career as an anchor and reporter for WNUS in Chicago. He then worked as a reporter for the Westinghouse Broadcasting Company in Chicago, moving later to Washington as the White House correspondent. He worked as a correspondent in the Washington Bureau of CBS News from 1971 to 1977, In 1977, he moved to ABC News as Latin American correspondent and bureau chief before becoming the Capitol Hill senior correspondent. Now, he left ABC in 1980 to move to CNN as co-anchor of its prime news broadcast, anchoring from Washington, D.C. Okay? Now, Bernard Shaw was widely known for the question he posed to to Democratic U.S. presidential candidate Michael Dukakis at his second presidential debate with George H.W. Bush during the 1988 election, which Shaw was moderating. Knowing that Dukakis opposed the death penalty, Shaw asked him if he would support an an irrevocable... Let me try that again. irrevocable death penalty for a man who 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 hypothetically raped and murdered Dukakis' wife. Now, Dukakis responded that he would not. Critics Critics felt he framed his response too legalistically and logically and did not address it sufficiently on a personal level. Now, Kitty Dukakis, among other public figures, found the question inflammatory and unwarranted at a presidential debate. Several journalists also on the panel with Shaw, including Ann Compton, Andrea Mitchell, and Margaret Garan Warner, expressed an interest in leaving Dukakis' name out of the question. Uh, he was all, Bernard Shaw is also remembered, I remember this, uh, his reporting on the 1991 Gulf War, reporting with CNN correspondents John Holloman and Peter Arnett from the Al-Rashad Hotel in Baghdad. He found shelter under a desk 
as he reported cruise missiles flying past his window. He also made frequent trips back and forth from the hotel's bomb shelter while describing the situation in Baghdad. He famously stated, clearly, I've never been there, but this feels like we're in the center of hell. He moderated the October 2000 vice presidential debate between Dick Cheney and Joe Lieberman. Shaw Shaw also co-anchored CNN's Inside Politics from 92 until he retired from CNN in 2001. He has still occasionally appeared on CNN, including in May 2005 when a plane flew into restricted airspace in Washington, D.C., He also co-anchored Judy Woodruff's last broadcast on CNN in June of 2005. Shaw noted that after 41 years in the business, given what he missed in his personal life, the cost was not worth it. I think his personal life, there was more to it than just that. Yeah, that was Bernard. That that that's the that was just his early career in broadcasting, and I rem, I actually remember when he brought when he was on CBS News because uh, Walter Cronkite used to used to go to him quite frequently. So Bernard Shaw really you know had a long and very. Uh, well put together resume and career. Good thing he got out of CNN when he did. Seriously. I think he saw the writing on the wall too. I really truly believe that he saw the writing on the wall and wanted no part of it. What do you think, Gunn? Well, I'm sure he did. I mean, you know, I'm sure he seen the writing on the wall, just like you said. And he said, well, Better get out of Dodge while I can. Yes, he did. So, obviously, it was the right decision to do. <laughs> do it. Yeah, I think when when a news when a news personality and I call them news personalities because of what they do on cable news. Uh, there, you know, some of them are actual journalists. The others are lawyers. Uh, people who, in some cases, never actually went to journalism school. I, okay, I'm I'm a journalist, but I I learned in 11 years what it takes them half the time, let's say, to go to when they go to journalism school. So I did it through the school of hard knocks. as a journalist. Now, some journalists can do that. There are some that have. Would I make a good uh, correspondent in a war zone? Hell no. But, and again, I say that now, I just don't know. To be the caliber of Bernard Shaw, 
one has to have, you know, a very impressive resume as far as their education. Okay, that's that's key. So, yes, I learned by doing. But there are those who got classroom instruction. They're the ones who learn more about the about how to be a good journalist before they get out in the field. Yeah, I learned it the hard way. And I'm still learning. That's why I take that, that first lesson very much to heart. Report the story honestly and accurately and never become part of the story. Unfortunately, news personalities are because, would rather be celebrities overall. Case in point, Jim Acosta. Yeah. Remember that piece of shit, uh, Gunslinger? Oh, yeah. Rings a bell. All right, folks, I'm going to take probably the only break that I'll get a chance to do tonight since I have the opportunity. So I'm going to take a break, and when we come back, part four of Project Veritas. I am Vito Corleone. I am the Godfather. Inviting you to join my good friend, George Sinza, for more news and topic discussion on Firefox News Online here on blogtalkradio.com. But rather than I tell you about it, George, you tell them about it. Thank you, Vito. Join me as we continue with more Firefox News Online on blogtalkradio.com in just a few moments. And you can join us live on the air at 347-945-5747. Or you can contact us via Skype. Hey, listen. The Godfather will tell you. We are the best in the business. On October 6, 2012... We managed to garner over 10,000 archive and live listens combined. Now, if that's not an accomplishment, I don't know what is. So, as I pass it back to the Godfather, be sure to join us, won't you? Vito? Thank you, George. Ladies and gentlemen, George just made you an offer you cannot refuse. We'll be right back in just a few moments.
Ladies and gentlemen, the following public service announcement is for the State Defense Force, the New York Guard. If you're a New York State resident, I truly hope you'll listen to this and and consider signing up. President Trump is building our military back up better and better every day to become the great fighting force it has always been, well, before someone else got around and started tearing it down. But anyway, just take a listen to this public service announcement. I give you my word. You'll be glad you did. Hi, I'm Sergeant George Sensor, honorably discharged veteran of the State Defense Force, the New York Guard. Now, I've got a few questions for you. First of all, are you at least 18 years of age or older? Second of all, are you in reasonably good health? But most important of all, are you a New York State resident looking to serve your country? If you are, then have I got a great idea for you. Join the New York Guard. The New York Guard is a State Defense Force operated and funded by the State of New York, through the Division of Military and Naval Affairs. And the New York Guard has a long and illustrious history dating back as far as World War I. I served two tours of active duty with the New York Guard. On September 11, 2001, the day of the most horrendous attack on our nation since Pearl Harbor. I was proud to serve with the New York Guard. I served with them for six years, and I made a difference. You can too. Make a difference. Join the New York Guard today. Go to www.dmna.ny.gov slash NYG. That's dmna.ny.gov slash NYG. Click on the link, Enlistment Resources. Download the recruitment package. Fill out the application. Send it back. And be sure to contact the recruiters, letting them know that you have a desire to serve and that you've sent back the completed application. The New York Guard. New York State's Defense Force, protecting the residents of the state of New York and helping them through emergencies and times of natural disaster. Join the New York Guard today and make a difference. Okay, kids, gather around. I know we haven't discussed this in a while, but uh, who remembers where we're all going to meet in case of an emergency? Um, I do. Grand Central Station. Times Square. No, silly. Higher ground. Where's that? The mountains, son. But we live in the city. Hmm, right. Good point. What about supplies and all that other stuff? Ah, don't you even worry. Your mom has all those canned beets somewhere in the apartment. Oh, I just remembered. I also have canned cocktail onions. What about water? We have a few gallons stored in the basement. But we don't have a basement. He means that storage unit. Where's that? 32nd and 7th. Great. Sounds like we don't have a plan. What time's the game on? Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Search ReadyKids at NYC.gov or call 311. A public service announcement brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like the storm. When it kicked in, we had a plan. We were able to get in touch with each other in no time. had no idea how to find each other. My husband kept the kids occupied. 
there was no reception. Everything was down. I, I felt, felt like, like we handled everything crying, very well. I had to try and stay calm. The, the whole experience, experience was fine. was the most frightening ten hours of my life. It, it was, was kind, kind of like, like a little family adventure. Every hopes will never happen to her. I, I remember, remember the, the relief of being that I together. I realized he was out there all alone. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, there, it's to stay it's calm ignore and keep message. to the plan. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Visit nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Just now, another kid dropped out of school. There's one every 20 seconds. Over 200 kids an hour. That adds up to nearly 5,000 kids every school day. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. But there is someone who can change that. And that someone is you. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. So make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because the path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Attention parents of young children. The following is a partial list of things that are probably happening in your backseat that you are completely unaware of. A food item is probably being stuffed into a crack. A strange sticky substance is being spread everywhere. Deep, sustained nasal exploration. Someone is probably making faces. Hitting. Hitting back. The cleaning of muddy shoes. Farting! <laughs> Something is probably spilling. Gum is lodging in hair. And your kids are probably riding in car seats that are being used incorrectly. In fact, three out of four kids are not as safe as they should be. But the latch system is in most cars and makes it easier to get it right. Just attach the top tether and the lower anchors. The ones down near the old sandwich and the melted down crayons. Anchor, tether, latch. The next generation of child safety. A message from the U.S. Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. What should you do to stop a friend from driving drunk? <laughs> Whatever you have to. A public service message brought to you by the Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and Firefox News Online. in attendance and the millions around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! You're listening to the most powerful radio broadcast anywhere. Firefox News Online. The FFNOP Radio Network, 347 945 
5747. We're back. Lines are open. Broadcasting from New York, the Empire State, you're listening to Firefox News Online. And we're back here at Firefox News Online with an hour and 48 minutes left in the show. An hour and 48 minutes left to go before we are done for the night. I'm George Sinzer, and this is Firefox News Online. And we do appreciate you tuning in. Joining me in the chat room and on the phone lines as we do the rundown, I've got Gunslinger on the phone lines. He's also in the chat room along with Iggy Mom, and a couple of guests are hanging out there as well. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate you being the here. Numbers, the number is 347-945-5747. Again, the number is 347-945-5747. Now, in just a moment, I'm going to play part four of Project Veritas's, uh, uh expose on CNN. And before I do, once again, I want to reiterate the fair use clause. So to protect the broadcast, the use of media materials is protected by the fair use clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the fair use clause 100% across the board. Having said that, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, I'm going to grab the handheld microphone here because it's a little easier to do it this way than not. And this way you can hear me as well. So here we go with part four of the Project Veritas expose on CNN. But here in life, make advances if they were at a social gathering and they were trying to put his arms around him, trying to touch your leg, uh, try and build up emails to the level where he would get flirty and inappropriate. We'll say this, the climate that's going on now, he's definitely working for us. People are not afraid to do s. Yeah. Why is he not fired though? I don't know. I mean, he's been in you know, like 20 years, so who knows? He's actually very good at it. Um, but he's pretty good. Is that why he doesn't get fired? Because he's um, good at his job? Uh, partly, and he's protected, I think. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, he's like it. Okay. Like who? Like uh, other higher-ups there. You know? This is not an unusual thing in company. There's this uh, girl who's 21. She's yeah. actually a good friend of mine. She had just got hired after being an intern. Oh, wow. And she she was going away party with a co-worker and we were all having a really good time. Yeah. Because she was very well liked to get drunk. Yeah. He was partying. She was drunk. Yeah. He started like staying close to her, yeah. arm around her, yeah. get a skirt on. I could see the hand. I like grabbed her. It looked like I was being assaulted because I grabbed her so aggressively. Yeah. He was like, him. Like I like doing on her. I'm like, come over here. <laughs> but this is open knowledge. It's not like a me too thing. 
but there was this other girl who was like from NA, and I feel like we basically had the same level of experience. Sure. And a job just kind of like appeared out of nowhere, <laughs> and it was never posted online. Uh, and this girl like always worked pretty closely with Steve. Like all of us on the desk like would help Steve out with stuff. Of course. But this girl like worked pretty closely with him, and he would email her. I mean, he emails all of us, but like he would email her and like was very friendly to her. Uh, and then she just like got a job working on his team, and she was like, so, like the job was never posted anywhere. That was the name. pretty closely with him and then she just like got a job working on a team and she was like oh it's hush hush like the job was never posted anywhere. I want to be fair to you. I want to ask for your comment because these people are making accusations about you. I appreciate this. I have any comment on President Trump's letter threatening CNN. What about Steve Brott? Last week, we released our expose on CNN and CNN President Jeff Zucker's, quote, personal vendetta, unquote, against Donald Trump. The report prompted a letter from President Trump's lawyer threatening to sue CNN. During our CNN investigation, we came across a very troubling story, and this one raised serious questions of CNN's upper management behavior. Could Jeff Zucker be turning a blind eye to this? Who does it work? Oh, okay. It's like the entire political year. Is he a producer? Like, um, 
but he was like he had his arm around her and ended up chatting like any other time ever. It barely speaks, but yeah. she's like trying to like die. And you could tell that she was like uncomfortable with. And yeah, yeah, he, he already had, he had already been through two things prior, which like I found stuff out, like that. Which I found out late. Oh wow. I don't know the level of it. But like what? I I'll tell you this: the climate that's going on now is definitely what you're talking about. What do you mean the climate that's going on in the? Yeah. People are not afraid to do shit. Yeah. Uh, Why is he not fired though? I don't know. I mean, he's been in CNN for like 20 years. Who knows? Oh my god. So he's like an old person. Yeah. So. That is Rick Salibi, senior producer for CNN's The Lead with Jake Tapper. Steve Brusk is CNN's politics supervising producer. Salibi went on to tell us why he thinks Brusk is safeguarded at the network. So he has like a pretty high up position. Is that why he doesn't get fired because he's uh, good at his job? Partly, and he's protected by certain <laughs> What do you mean? Value him or like it. Okay, like who? Like other uh, higher ups there. This is not an unusual thing in companies. Rick Salibi wasn't alone. Other CNN employees noted possible misconduct by CNN politics supervising producer Steve Brusk. <laughs> stuff that he said to her? Like, kind of like grabby type stuff or like creepy type shit. I don't know. So, I mean, and he's like, what, the number two or three guy in the building or something like that. And he's like, he runs, he's like the senior, senior. He's like important. Yeah. No, he runs political coverage, but I think. Sam Feist and David Chowian are like, dude. Ooh, right, I mean, you're obviously. Dude, like, uh, he's like, like, always looked out for me. I don't know. He, we've been trying to set up a meeting sometime, but he hasn't. He just hasn't done it. Like, he's never reached out because he never answers emails. So he's just like, what do I need to do? Go down and corner him. <laughs> yeah, but then he's like, can we do something next week? Can we do something? I next guess week? you have to be a, a hot girl. Yeah, you gotta be a hot chick. Well, what do I need to do? Like, I will just, I will just say, put on, I will just say this, because like, this is open knowledge. It's not like a Me Too thing, but there was this other girl who was like from NA, and I feel like we basically had the same level of experience. Sure. And a job just kind of like appeared out of nowhere, <laughs> and it was never posted online. And this girl like always worked pretty closely with Steve. Like all of us on the desk like would help Steve out with stuff. Yeah, of course. But this girl like worked pretty closely with him, and he would email her. I mean, he emails all of us, but like he would email her and like was pr- very friendly to her. Um, and then she just like got a job working on his team, and she was like, oh, it's hush hush. Like the job was never posted anywhere. Isn't that illegal? Like you can't. Well, no, I just thought it was a little. Yeah, within the back of your mind, like that's kind of weird. Like, what, like, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Into, like what happened there? Yeah. So. Because these allegations are so serious, we had to talk to Steve Brusk about the charges. Hey, Steve, this is uh, James O'Keefe, Project Veritas. Steve Brusk, before you hang up the phone, I just want to read you, read you the quote. Uh, producer at CNN said that you're protected by certain people, like the higher-ups there. Uh, for making advances on younger employees when they were drunk, and it's open knowledge. 
we're going to release these tapes early next week, and I just want to try to work with you. I want to be fair to you. I want to ask for your comment because these people are making accusations about you. So I understand. Um, wait, um, I, I appreciate this. I, look, I have your number, and I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you reaching out. Do you want to talk in a few hours? Do you want to talk over the weekend? I'll go down there and meet with you. I, I just want to be fair to you because no, I, I, I understand I, I, and you know, it's very nice to you to reach out on that. Uh, I will uh, I will talk to all of our folks and uh, again I, I just want to would refer you to CNN Public Relations for, for everything else. I, I appreciate you reaching out. Okay, well this is my number and um, I, you know you can call me back or text me if you want to speak with me. We're producing the story and I want to give you an opportunity to comment on what we have. So this is my phone number, this 201 number, and and call or text me anytime. Okay, I appreciate you reaching out. Thank I look you forward to much. talking to you later today if possible. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello, Mr. Brusk. Hey, how are you? Hi, I'm a reporter with Project Veritas. Do you have a comment, sir? Uh, I, I don't. Um, I'll let our uh, PR people talk to you about that. Okay, would you like to see the footage? Um, no, sir. Right. Uh, but I'm, I'm happy to put you in touch with our uh, PR people. All right, is that your comment? Yes, sir. Again, Steve Brusk directed us to CNN's public relations department. We called over half a dozen people within CNN's communications department, including the executive vice president of CNN Worldwide Communications, to no avail. She's on a pretty important call right now, so can I just um, take a message from you? Please. Um, this is James O'Keefe, Project Veritas. Um, we have the, the folks at CNN on tape. I want to give her an opportunity to make a comment um, about these people on tape alleging sexual harassment. Just try back later or, you know, okay? Will do. Thank you. All right. We're still waiting for a response. We also called Zucker's office and his vice president general counsel, David Vigilante. Chef Zucker's office. We don't have any comment. Thanks for calling. Hey, David. This is James O'Keefe from Project Veritas trying to get a comment on the CNN tapes. Do you have a comment? About the hidden camera uh, tapes. Yeah, you, can call, you can call our uh, PR department. Thank you very much. Uh, David, uh, David um, the tapes, should we have more? Well, it looks like David C. Vigilante, Executive Vice President and General Counsel for CNN, just hung up the phone on me. We also asked Rick Salibi if he wanted to add any further comment to his original statements about Brusque. Hey, now I'm a reporter for Project Veritas. We have you on tape saying that uh, a senior political producer at CNN, Steve Brusk, has made unwanted sexual advancement. Uh, this is you speaking, uh, Mr. Salvi. Would you care to comment? So the question remains, is Steve Brusk someone people should worry about? Is he protected by Zucker, who many say ignored sexual misconduct at NBC while he was the boss there? Who are the quote-unquote higher-ups protecting him? Help us expose CNN. Email Matt Dornick, Vice President Communications and Digital Partnerships, and ask for answers. Matt.Dornick at Turner.com. All right, there you have it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, that was the fourth and final part. For those of you who missed it, I'll try and play it again uh, a little bit later on, uh, just to be on the safe side, uh, to make sure everyone hears it in its entirety. Uh, but apparently there's a lot of misconduct on the part of CNN's people 
as it relates to sexual harassment, you know, and and of course with with their with their exposing CNN and their hypocrisy uh, as it relates to the president, um, clearly CNN is is really up shit's creek without a paddle and no boat to row. Okay, they really have. Uh, basically uh, gone to the dark side. They have. And it's it's a damn shame. All right. 347-945-5747. We are on tonight until 2 a.m. Eastern Time, 1 a.m. Central, and 11 p.m. Pacific Time, which means... If you're going to join in on the discussions tonight, you need to call right now at 347-945-5747. I want to say hello to Ron Reck on the air. I said to him, I said hello to him in the chat room on Mixler.com, but I do want to acknowledge him in the chat room as well via uh, the uh, airwaves. Uh, Ron Reck is the host of Crazy Nation Radio on Mixler.com. Uh, I, I, Gunslinger, I want to, I want to get your thoughts on what you heard because, you know, I remember back uh, a, a couple of years or so, a few years back. Fox News Channel had an issue with sexual harassment uh, involving several of its female employees. Uh, more specifically, some of their on-air personalities. On-air personalities. So, so, let me get your thoughts on what you heard get- from Project Veritas in their fourth part. Well, you know, all these news media outlets and everything else for that matter, they always have skeletons in their closets. Okay? They always have skeletons in their closets. And now these skeletons are coming back alive now. Up and out to haunt them. Okay? Uh, A lot of these sexual allegations from female employees, who knows? When, if you're that type of person, talking about the female type in these in, in these big corporations and you want to climb that corporate ladder pretty fucking fast if you're good looking you got a hot body you'll be on top pretty fucking fast and I don't mean on top of him well, well that too okay. uh, it's called climbing the corporate ladder and some people will do it any way that they can possibly do it well you know, people remember things. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you, okay. Yeah, boy, you just started out there in the, in the mail room down there. How'd you get way up there real fast? Yeah. We ain't stupid here. I mean, come on. Okay. It does it in every, in every type of big, huge corporations. Okay. Look at look at the, the, the female people in, say, AT&T, you know, the world's biggest telecommunications provider. How do you think some of them women got to the top? Started off, you know, just like, oh, uh, bum bum, you know, bummer. Uh, all of a sudden, just a lonely senator, and just a very short time later, president of the United States. Wow. 
Mike is good, isn't it? So it's the same thing with these people. Okay, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be CNN either. I guarantee you, all these big major news outlets, oh, their closets, they're busting at the seams. Let me tell you. Okay, I mean, there's nothing out there that runs squeaky clean. I'm sorry. These people do it, and the bigger the bigger you get, the more skeletons you got. I guarantee it. Go ahead. Well, it's like Ron Reck just said in the chat room. Fuck your way to the top. But, some of the, but, but, but here's the thing. Some of these women did not do anything to, you know, out of, some women didn't do anything to warrant the advances of their bosses. They weren't looking to do it that way. There are women in in journalism that look to actually, you know, move up because they want to be recognized for their accomplishments, for their ability as journalists. Not because they have a hot body, and certainly they don't look to... uh, screw their way to the top of the corporate ladder either. You know? Now, maybe maybe there are women like that. I'm not going to say there aren't in 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 the in the in the news and media organizations, but there are women who actually uh look to advance their careers without resorting to sex. And I remember because if I if I were to look up look it up right now in Google Images, I'm willing to bet I will still find that rather uh, risque picture of Megyn Kelly, who used to be with Fox News and is also a former NBC employee, where she's where she's dressed in a black nighty or negligee or whatever you want to call it. And she's wearing stilettos while one leg is perched on a chair. Now, I hate to say it, but Megyn Kelly, yes, back in the day she had a gorgeous body, still does. But unfortunately, you know, that picture is biting, it's it's really come back to haunt her. And uh, whether she makes it back in in broadcasting or not, nobody can say for certain. She was recently a guest on Tucker Carlson Tonight on Fox News Channel. Um, but I don't see her coming back to uh, Fox News. I sincerely doubt she will as a regular uh, journal, as a regular journalist. Joining us on the line right now is the host of Crazy Nation Radio on Mixler.com, Ron Reck. Good evening, Ron. Let me ask you a question. How in the Sam Hill do you think? Well, hang on. Let me ask the question. God damn it! How in the Sam Hill do you think Janet Reno got as high up as she did in politics? It wasn't by you know being nice. Okay. Janet Reno is also butt ugly too, but that's beside the point. She fucked her way to the top. She took on the best of them like a soldier. She was. She kind of looked like a soldier anyway. But anyway, you know, you get my point. 
Yeah, but like I said, Janet Reno's also butt ugly. Okay? Yeah, but that'd be the best I, one to do because them haven't been used up too much. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, so, anyway. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, if I had a dog, I'd shave its ass, teach it to walk backwards, and put a tag around, it, around its ass saying, Janet Reno is my name. Yeah. <laughs> okay? That's how butt ugly she yeah. is. She was definitely a lesbian. No doubt about it. But, you know, to to say that CNN is the only one doing what what what, what was heard on this clip uh, would would be naive. That would be a very naive thing to 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 even remotely say, because uh, I agree with Gunslinger. It, it, all these news organizations, at one in one way or another, at one point or another had sexual scandals. Okay? Mm-hmm. Look at what happened to Matt Lauer. He's got skeletons, skeletons in his closet that cost him his marriage. You know? Cost him his yeah, career. Yeah, you know what? Somebody, you know, I understand myself, some women being pressured into these sexual things. I got that. Okay? But there again, there's a lot of them just simple try to hook up deals. You know, you know, you know, pass them, hey, baby, you want to go out and do a date? You know, hey, you got a fine ass. I'm like that. All of a sudden, that's sexual harassment. You see what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter. It, it's got to the point where anything you say to a woman anymore is sexual harassment. That's mm-hmm. what they've done. So, you know, speaking you can't do the wolf call. The wolf call itself is even fucking considered a sexual harassment. You know? Speaking of sexual harassment, would that be considered the picture I just put in the FFNO chat room? Would that be considered sexual harassment? Well, I um, haven't seen that. I, I, I'm not in there. George. Oh, you, you mean the, that that one that I uh, that I I put a laughing picture with, a laughing uh, like to? I don't know. It's the last picture uh, that I put in the FFNO. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah hold, hold on a second. I want to I want to get a uh, screen capture to sh- to to share. So. This way we can show it to, to Ron Reck, too. <clears throat> okay, Ron. Here it comes. Pardon the pun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, of course, uh, I took one look at that picture and I still have it open. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you think? Yeah, that makes sense. I, I've had to do that quite a few times in my day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. I said, baby, take that's a, not everything. Okay. <laughs> Especially you know, burp. Huh? That's right. Big beer belch. Big, yeah. There's a lot of gas there, you know. Yeah, buddy. Hey, Ron, we were talking about about CNN in its early days and all that. And uh, there, mm-hmm. Iggy Mom pointed out 
uh, two of its uh, people, one who retired in 2001, and that's Bernard Shaw. Now, I remember Bernard Shaw being on CBS News back in the 70s. Uh, All right. He, he was a journalist. He was, he was the true definition of a journalist. The man had integrity. He really did. Uh, I think he saw the writing on the wall in 2001 when he retired because he could have kept going with CNN. But I think he saw the writing on the wall and, and right. decided to get the hell out. Right. Yeah. Well, CNN, I, you know, it was good when it started. It, it had a good sales pitch in the beginning. It was one of the first twenty. I think it was the first twenty-four hour news network um, in cable. Yeah, it was. It started June first, nineteen eighty. Yeah, it was but one of the first it, you know. It, but I noticed in the eighties or the nineties, actually, towards the end of the nineties, they started getting shitty. You know, like MTV. MTV used to be the shit too at one point in time, and they went to shit too. You know what I mean? So yeah. these cable networks, they die. I mean, they, they die off. CNN's on its way out. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. That's, this has pretty well killed their credibility in the news network business. Um, you know, they, they've they done laid off a ton of people anyway. That was a couple of years back they did that because they're losing listeners. They're losing watchers. People ain't giving a fuck no more about them. They can't, you know, they ain't going to buy that bullshit. Um, most of your major networks right now are scrambling to try to make up a dollar, you know. Because, uh, you know, like shit like that, when a scandal breaks this big on like a news network, they lose advertisers. You lose advertisers, mm-hmm. you're losing money. You're losing a lot of money because that's, that's your whole source of money is your advertisers, you know. But advertisers ain't going to be caught up in the middle of a fucking scandal with you. You know, look at Subway. <clears throat> look at Subway like Jared. When Jared got busted being a pedophile, okay, that killed Subway. It just fucked them up in the worst way. You know, no, who wants to go eat at a pedophile fucking advertised fucking, you know, sandwich shop, you know, with advertising a $5 foot long? You know, of course, my T-shirt says that, too, with the arrow in the same colors. I had one yellow, of those T-shirts at one time, too. <laughs> yeah, I made this one, but anyway, uh, you know, it's, it's one of them things, man. I got mine in, um, uh, in um, what, what do they call it, uh, what's that store in the in the, the, the malls? Uh, oh, yeah, Um um, yeah, oh I know what you're talking about. they sell gadgets and sex toys and all yeah. kinds of weird shit. Um, God damn! Oh It'll man, it'll come to me. I yeah, yeah, I've been in there so many times. They had lava lamps, the boggle heads. They had everything. Mm-hmm. All Spencer. kinds of neat shit. Spencer's gifts. Spencer's, Spencer's gifts. Yeah, that's it. Spencer's. Spencer's yeah. Yep. Yep. I went yep. into Spencer's. I saw that T-shirt for the five-dollar foot long with the arrow pointing. I bought yep. the T-shirt. Back at the time, my mother was still alive and living in Peekskill, and you know she didn't have Alzheimer's at the time. You know, I walk, I wore that shirt. It was summertime, and I walked in, walk in the house. My mother took one look at that shirt, and she couldn't stop laughing. She's like, George, do you really want to walk around Peekskill with that shirt on? I said, Why It was not? funny. I've seen worse shit. Yeah, my brother thought it was hilarious. My sisters were cracking well, up know, to it. I got an old, I got an old T-shirt I got from a gig one time. Somebody gave me, um, and it says, "You remember who Linda Lovelace was? The porn star did the deep throat and all that mm-hmm. shit. You know, she could take anything down the throat." Anyway, the T-shirt says it's got a picture of her on the front of it. It says, "It says I choked Linda Lovelace." <laughs> I mean, God damn, you oh, dirty motherfucker, God. you. <laughs> I still got that shirt, man. 
It's hilarious. It's pretty ripped up, but it still works. Still, you make it out. It's funny. <clears throat> I need to shoot a picture well, and try to remake it. You know, I got a T-shirt press. I mean, I gotta make, gotta make another one. It's too funny. Well, I, I, but no, I, I heard know, that fourth part. Stop. I, I listened to it earlier today. Go ahead, George. I'm sorry. <clears throat> we, we talk about all these things, you know, these pictures and everything, and I just have to. Uh, I have to share this because, uh, of course, uh, Gunslinger and Iggy Mom, you know, see it. They'll see it on uh, Facebook because I made it my profile picture for the month of October, uh, because Halloween being next week and everything, especially. So I decided, okay, this this would make a good, you know, good picture, and I I, I threw a little description in with it. Uh, and and of course I just threw a screen capture of it in the Mixler chat room, and uh, it says it, it, the description reads my Halloween look. Although this is also how I look when I cut myself shaving too, and uh, <laughs> my 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 sister Louise's oldest son John in in uh, in Washington State. He took one look at it and he go and he goes, improvement, with three question marks. So I turn around and I said, laughing my ass off, maybe, hard to say. <laughs> so I and I'm, let me show. I'm going to show this picture on uh, uh, on on the uh, on the video feed too, folks. I, I'm dead serious. <clears throat> this is, and here it is. This is my profile picture on Facebook. <laughs> and believe me, I tell you, <laughs> there are some things you can't improve on, and this was my attempt, and it didn't work too well. <laughs> so, there, there's that. Uh, although, although I think my ex-wife would probably look at it and go, "Geez, George, you never look better." What's the what's the difference in the picture? Oh, thanks a lot, Ron. Hard <laughs> <laughs> <Our> ass. <laughs> I mean, what are you trying to what are you trying to tell us here, George? I mean, we already know what you look like, man. We got it. You know. <laughs> yeah, you actually look better. It looks like it's healing up a little bit. You know, it looks like you're healing up pretty good. So you're all right. You know, I, I can see you might want to throw a little fucking, you might want to throw a little toothbrush and a brush on them teeth, but you'd be all right. You'd be all right. Yeah. Uh, no comment there. Uh, you got to quit fucking with the experimental drugs at the doctor's office. Got to quit it and tell me this is what happens to you. So, you know, it's funny. That is pretty funny. I actually showed my doctor this picture on on my cell phone one time, uh, and and she looked at it and she goes. You know, George, looking at this picture and looking at you now, boy, those plastic surgeons did a wonderful job on you. <laughs> I just sat back laughing my head off. Well, you know, speaking of bad things to be said about somebody, my doctor did this to me, okay? Speaking of doctors, okay? My doctor, we're standing in the you know the waiting room area. He walks out and stuff like that. There's this old older lady there by me, I'm, you know. She's heading to go back to see him. So she goes, he goes, whatever you do, 
stay away from this guy. And she looks at me and says, why would he say something like that? I said, well, ma'am, because I'm a rock musician. <laughs> and she goes, oh, okay, I see. <laughs> that was too funny. You know, that, that makes me a bad person. And I did an interview today. I did a, I did an FM radio interview. And um, the question they asked me, what really kind of got me is, do you? They asked me if I thought that rock music is dying, and I said yes, it is. It is dying a quick, painless death. Because the reason why there you don't see that many rock bands anymore, you know. People go back to the past, you know, the eighties, seventies, eighties, sixties, seventies, eighties. You know, in nineties a little bit, but there's ain't there's not very many rock bands anymore. You know, any new ones popping out. You just don't see no new ones. It's just not happening. It's a dying thing. So, you know, and the guy was kind of like, oh, wow, really? You think so? I said, well, look around, man. Take a look. What do you see? What do you see coming? These little fucking boy bands and shit? Just a, you know, rap's even dead. You know, it's all dying. You just ain't what yeah, it used I to mean, be. You know? Yeah, I, I agree with you, Ron, because, you know, you, you spoke about MTV and what it was like in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, I I remember uh, hanging out with friends, uh, and of course this is during my drinking days, uh, going to a mm-hmm. friend's house, and we'd go there with you know with six packs of beer and everything, and we'd be we'd be sitting there drinking and watching them at you know MTV and whatnot, uh-huh. and yeah. you know MTV was the shit, you know as far as music yep. television concerned, uh, but now it's less about music videos and more about reality TV and all this other shit. And I'm like, stop calling yourself right. MTV. You're not music television anymore. <laughs> You're garbage. Well, the internet, the internet is one, is one reason why. Okay. So I blame most of it on the internet. So I said, you know, you, why go to a concert when you can listen to any fucking thing you want at any given time now? You know, back when we were kids, when I was a kid growing up, the only way I get to repeat the song, unless unless I could afford it by the cassette or the album, was by recording it on the radio on tape. You know, then I could play it to death. Mm-hmm. You know, but I only I had to wait for the song to come up to catch it on tape. You know that type of shit. You know what I mean? So, it, it, but nowadays it, it, it's not needed no more. It's, it's something that ain't required. You can go on fucking YouTube and punch in any song you want to fucking hear. You got it. There it is. You know, they talk like Spotify and all these other ones. I said, fuck that. Don't matter. As long as you've got YouTube or the internet, you've got the music. Any song you want, just Google the fucking name of it. You know, or just the artist, or just try to come close to the name of it. And it'll figure it out for you. You know, that's how easy it is. And that's what's dumbing down our youth today. You know, just making them stupid. Most people, I guarantee you, within the next ten, twenty years from now, are going to be completely fucking ignorant without a computer. Stupid. The computer has to think for them now. And that's what the Common Core Education System is all about. That's exactly what that's all about. You know, to dumb you down. Because the more dumber you are, the more they can control you. And a lot of people say, oh, no, that ain't going to happen. Well, it's happening. It's already happening now. And I've seen it. I've seen it happening. You know, these kids, man, it's sad. You know, they can't You know, they can't do mathematical skills. They, they have no social skills. They have no nothing anymore. They're kind of like practically like fucking zombies, you know. It's like when you go to a McDonald's drive-thru, it ain't like you're talking to a human anymore, you know. You know, welcome to McDonald's. Would you like to try a frozen Coke today? That's it. So you're here, you know. 
And here soon, here a matter of fact, soon, like I said, that dude or chick that was at the microphone talking to you, she's going away. He's going away too. It's going to be all AI, you know. Um, it's that's what they're doing. McDonald's is cha- all their, they're all them. Everyone in the fuckers are changed to a computer controlled system now, where you talk to a computer. You don't get to talk to a person no more. Let's see how that works out. So you know, and like I said our Walmart's got a robot now in it. You know, his name's Pinky, and I think I pissed it off. I think I don't think it likes me. You know, and well, I said Pinky at, at the stop. Your and mother shop, was a toaster. Uh, either whether it's the one uh, up past Marist College or the one uh, on the other side of town uh, over on Forty Four, uh, Stop and Shop has this uh, this this automated robot thing called Marty. Well, one well. The other day I was I was in Stop and Shop. I was doing running errands for a friend of mine because she's been very sick. You know, she's got COPD. She's on a nebulizer and stuff, and she, you know, she doesn't feel like trying to drive around and 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 do the stuff herself because she really, you know, she's been is she sick. A smoker? And, and yes, is she, a she smoker? is. And, and yeah, she's go. trying to quit. She is trying to quit. <clears throat> I give her credit. Yes. Yeah. But here's the thing. So I'm going through Stop and Shop. And I'm rushing around, and this stupid fucking machine, Marty, keeps coming toward me as I'm trying to squeeze between him or it and a lady with a shopping cart. And she's got her child, you know, in the child seat part of the shopping cart, and I'm trying to squeeze through, and Marty would not get the fuck out of the way. Well, finally, I turn around and I said, Marty? Move your mechanical butt out of my way. And it just stopped and stood there. But it didn't It stopped where I had this narrow way to get through, and I couldn't get through between the shopping carts. And the lady with, the, with her child in the shopping cart goes, you do, know, you, you, do you know you're wasting your time talking to that thing? It doesn't even acknowledge you. I said, I know it's just, it's a machine. It, it it sensors cameras or whatever the friggin' hell it's using. Don't understand that they're in the way of the shoppers, right? Oh, it knows. It knows. Well, get don't this. think it don't. It's got sensors. the manager of the store. He comes from around the corner, laughing his head off because I'm talking to this thing. Like it's a person, mm-hmm. and then he recognized my—he recognized me from YouTube. Uh huh. And he goes, uh, "Mr. Sinzer, you know, I, I don't mean to to ruin your fun, but uh, Marty's not going to move away from from where he is." I said, "Why not?" He goes, "Wait a second, watch." Well, didn't take but a half a second. And an announcement came over the loudspeaker, over the PA system, clean up in produce, clean up in produce. And it repeated it like three more times. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking around because that's where I was, and I'm looking around, I'm going, okay, so where's, where's the, oh. And I look down, and somebody dropped a jar of pickles and it broke right there in the aisle. Uh huh. And I'm thinking to myself, 
No wonder it won't let get out of the way because it had to report a broken jar of pickles. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, crazy, ain't it? What next? So the manager is laughing. I said, by the way, how do you know who I am? He goes, oh, I watched your show on, on, on uh, YouTube. I said, oh, really? Okay. He goes, great show, just one problem with it. I said, what's that? He goes, well, I, I really don't want to say because, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want your, your, your core of listeners that call your show to get mad at you. I said, they won't get mad at me. They might get mad at you, but they won't get mad at me. He goes, well, I said, look, just tell me what it is. Whatever it is, it can't be all that bad. He goes, well, the guy, the, the Texas guy I like, he's, he's, a, he seems, he's, he's a lot of fun. Uh, your friend Mike is a lot of fun. And, well, then there's the, the, the couple, I think they're from, from the West Coast. I said, yeah. I said, who's the person you having the problem with? He goes, well, it's that crazy guy. I can't remember his name, but this crazy guy. I said, you mean the host of Crazy Nation Radio that comes on my show once in a while? He says, that's him. I said, well, what's wrong with him? He's having fun. He goes, yeah, but he's... I don't know how to describe him. I said, look, is he really that bad? He goes, no, but, you know, it's it's hard to describe. I said, look, just trust me when I say Ron's okay. He's cool. You know, we, we, we go on each other's shows. We have a good time. We laugh and we joke. And, you know, that's half the, that's half the fun of, the, of doing the broadcast I do. He goes, yeah, but just don't tell him I think he's an idiot. I said, what do you mean he's an idiot? He goes, he makes a joke of everything. I said, yeah, but so do I. So does Mike. You know, we all do. He goes, yeah, okay. And he walks away. So I go about my business. I go and finish the shopping. I get on the checkout line, and I'm, I'm finally checking out. He walks up to the, to the, to the checkout counter, and he goes, look, that, that guy from Crazy Nation Radio that, that comes on your show? Is there a link to his show? And I wrote down the link to, you know, to, your, to your show on Mixler. Mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. there's, there's, no, there's only two archives on there right now. I don't know when he'll ever get around to actually putting the rest up on, our, on the archives, but you know, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you know, roughly around midnight, is, our time is when he goes on the air. And, you know, and just check that URL every you know on, on the weekend and see if he's on. So I also gave him the URL because apparently your your old BTR stuff is still up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah BTR whenever they go all that shit. Yeah. So I <clears throat> referred him to that, you know, to get an idea of what you do. Mm-hmm. Well, two days later, I had to go back to Stop and Shop. And, mm-hmm. you 
sees me, and he comes running over with this great big grin on his face. And I'm like, uh-oh. I said, okay, what's up, Doc? He goes, I was wrong about this guy from, from Crazy Nation Radio. He's not an idiot. He's freaking, he's freaking something else. He said, I passed that URL you gave me for, for his BTR stuff. Passed it on to, to several friends of mine. They like it. And on that piece of paper, I wrote down the URL to your Mixler channel. So don't be surprised if you get a lot of elsewheres listening in and maybe even people logging in, you know, as first-time listeners. He said, this guy really is something else. He, 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 he raises a lot of interesting, uh, interesting items. I said, okay, what's the one thing he points out? He goes, well, he talks a lot about, you know, victims, damage, or fraud, you know, that, sort, that, that, that thing. He said, I found that interesting. And I said, okay, well, what else? And then he pointed out how you talk about America being a corporation. He says, I don't agree with that so uh, totally, but it makes some sense. So at least he's listening and he's willing to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, well, he has to learn. Keeping that's, an open mind. That's what people do. They have to learn. Right. They got to learn. Most people don't know. They taught that. They don't know what the reality of it is. So they learn. You know, they learn, they catch on, they research it. I had a girl one time, worked at Walmart, and this was like six months ago, and we got, I, I was talking to her about it, you know, and, you know, the show and everything. She listens, occasionally comes and listens, and I ran into her, well, it was about two or three weeks back, I ran into her. She ran up to me, hey, Ron, hey, can I talk to you? Sure, what's the show? Yeah, let's just show you're fucking insane. I said, okay, well, that's nice to know. I said, your show's fucking hilarious, but God damn, you're definitely serious about what you do. I said, I sweating. I'm serious about what I do. I am, but I said the whole point of it is, to, is to try to educate people. She goes, yeah. She says the worst thing about it, man, was uh, you know, you talked talked about the birth certificate and shit. And you know what? I started looking up all that shit, and I couldn't sleep for two days because the more and more, <laughs> more, the more, and more interested I got, and I couldn't okay. stop. You know, I said, yeah. Once you get the yeah. bug, it's fucking it's a bitch. I'm telling you, but it's it's reality. But it's it's a, yeah. it's a hidden secret but you're no, never told. Ron, I'll tell you something. I, 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 you know, I, I, to, you know how how our shows, our respective shows, are heard globally on the internet. You know, there's one, mm-hmm. there's one spot on the map, and I looked at it through Blog Talk Radio through its stats. Okay, and I'm looking at the map, and I, and I, and I stopped right where, right there at Greece. And it's funny, Greece, and and this is no joke. I'm not, I'm not saying this to be funny. They, their numbers have come up in the last two months, and I can't understand for the life of me why. And the same thing with, with Japan, with China, the UK. They're start, you know, those numbers have come up a lot in the last couple of months. So people even around the world are listening you know, to mm-hmm. what we do. So it really does... Uh, Add a lot, you know, to to what you know. It says a lot for what for the 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 level of 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 what we present and how we mm-hmm. present it. You know. Uh, by the way, well, my uh, numbers, are, so, my highest numbers are are England and Australia. I don't know why my numbers are they keep climbing. 
And I look back yeah. on my blog talk, you know, page, and I'm like, oh, fuck, why do these numbers keep coming up? And I'm not even now, on the air in BTR anymore. You know? I found it the, the highest numbers is in Australia. For I don't know what mm-hmm. it is, but for some reason, Australia comes in with higher numbers than, than some other parts of the world. So, right. Well, joining us, by the way, on the line, is, uh, I've got Mike here from uh, down in my hometown. Uh, he's here on the line with us. And Mike, I played the um, the pro- the fourth part of Project Veritas uh, before you got here. Now I said I, I said earlier I would play it again for the benefit of those who did not hear the the whole no, thing. That's okay. I think I heard. I think we didn't we play some of the fourth part. I thought we played. No, it, that, we? you heard part three. Hmm. Well, I don't want to bore them, but they've already heard it. That's three. okay. Um, yeah, but uh, as I, I said at the one. beginning, when it, the thing that bothers me, and I said it when you played the, when we played the first part, is I was worried that it wouldn't make any difference, and America would overlook it and move on. And look what they did—they moved on. That's what it. damage yep. did it do to CNN? Nothing. Ever all of the media—they ignored it and they moved on. And it's not news. The people are not mad because they don't understand it. They haven't heard enough about it. The media hasn't said shit. So it didn't happen. They got away with it, George. That's what fucking sucks. I see. Now, the I only, heard Officer Bob the Brady. Only thing that, the only thing that could happen that would change that is if Trump tells the Department of Justice to do an investigation of this and find out if there is something else going on where they're trying to control or affect uh, the outcomes of elections by doing this because of their own personal bias. Manipulation. Mm. Right. Now, if that happens and the Department of Justice gets uh, then the media can't help themselves, then they'll start talking about it. But right now, well, CNN get away with it. it sucks. Well, for the, for, the time, for the time being, they, they got to pass. I'll grant yeah. you that. Yeah. Um, but what the fourth part also went into was a, was a lot of this was a lot of um, it went into some some aspects of, of how they 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 got into the sexual harassment um, of their company employees, which you know you know how that old saying sex sells. Right. Well, don't be surprised if if, if this fourth part opens a few eyes. Um, just to just to see where where it stands here. Um, hang on a second here. We should start a new expression instead of opens a few eyes. We should say unzips this a few flies. Part four has one hundred and forty four thousand views. Part three yeah, is, at is at three hundred and thirty thousand views. It's nothing. Yeah, yeah, but from when shit. I first presented the, the, these parts, part three, part two, and part one, no. that they were only at fifty-seven thousand. Yep. Yeah, it's slow right. mover, slow mover. Mm-hmm. Because nothing's been filed into court, so mass media doesn't touch it unless it's been filed. Anything? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't mean to change subjects. I need, for, uh, I need to ask my question real quick. Whoa! Part one got one point one million views. Oh. Yeah, it'll it'll grow. But Mike, uh, what's that deal on that Cub that that Cub Cadet? Fuck him! That, that goddamn Cadet at 
bus point. I you sent me that email earlier, but it won't it cock block. Let me go out and read it. Um, one hundred thirty soldiers looking for this motherfucker. This dude must have took more, off a spaceship. Man. More Terrible than a hundred. More than one hundred and thirty. Really? It's, it's it's bad. They brought in troops from Fort Drum. They've got state police. Mm-hmm. They've got the the train C C S X or whatever that train freight company. They even mm-hmm. gave mm-hmm. them three of their dogs. They have dogs for searching with their own police, and they're right. looking in the tracks. They're using sonar. And the Coast Guard. I see the Coast Guard sonar. involved, yep. too. They're going God over the damn. Hudson River, and they're going over all the lakes. And you see how much property they own. Uh, looking right. for the body. They're, they don't know what to think. They don't know what to expect. They said he, he and the rifle, He's he took the M4 with him, but they don't think he's got a magazine or any ammunition. But he was scheduled, right. scheduled to go on a, on a hike. You know, they were right. going on a, on a march, and... Uh, Right. And he disappeared Friday before it started, and they have no idea. But like one of the NCOs, one of the guys that that I know who's uh, working as an MP at the gate said that there was an Indian American soldier that disappeared, uh, cadet rather, that disappeared back 2002 or one or two, and uh, the army came out and oh they did searching. They went to the parents' house, threatened the parents. They figured the kid went AWOL. They did right. everything they could. They searched everywhere and everything else. And like eight months later, they, somebody was hiking and they found his body, the bones. No he shit. He had fallen yeah, off of a ledge my, and, and he died. What bothers me about this no shit. is so, the, the media is not really talking about this either. No, no, they're not. And so the, he fell off the ledge and, and they found the bones. And so then everybody shut up and was like, oh, shit. It was a, so there were a lot of potentials. For accidents up there, it could have something could happen, right. and uh, they don't know. Right. But, they're, right. but what's what's weird is that one article that I sent you. I can't believe that it didn't open up. Do you see where they were talking about they're searching neighborhoods and knocking on doors? No, I didn't see that. That's where I got yeah. blocked in that article. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because this, this missing soldier, I saw one thing on it, on. It's a cadet. Yeah, well, it's this not, cadet. There's only there's only been one report that I've seen so far on Fox News. CNN hasn't covered it really at all, and neither has MSNBC. No, lo- local media is covering it. Lo- yeah, but, 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 but you would think that something like this you know, would 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 grab their attention and no, warrant it's, reporting. It's, it's a shame. I mean, I, I but at this many days now, I've got a bad feeling they're not going to find them. Something must have happened. And if they do uh, find them, it, it may yeah, be he tragic. Fell, he, he either fell, had an accident or something, or he committed suicide. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, it's too bad. I mean, but well, you see I, the I've seen the picture of is he, is he Is he a Spanish descent, Oriental descent? What, you know, it's kind of. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I think Oriental. Yeah. Yeah, the name kind of like sounds over All right. Uh, let me see if I can find a, a link on the article for you. For uh, business as usual tomorrow, blah blah blah. Uh, but they're 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 pulling out all the stops. They're looking for him. Uh, I'll just do a search. Well, you know, see. I find it unsettling when when even the national news uh, on the cable channels don't really talk about a story of 
regarding a cadet's disappearance. And they only may, and and they may mention it once, and that's it. And Army Army Times put it out four hours ago. Uh, here's a link. Maybe you can share it over with Ron. Uh, putting in an FFNO. Where's your FFNO? Oh, there's your FFNO. Okay, right here. Army Times put it out. Who else? Let me see who else put it out. I don't know. You're right. It could be Spanish. Yeah, it could be. I was going to say Filipino at first, but... Mm. What else? You've got Army Times put it out a couple of times. October 21st, they put it out. Then the patch, they covered it. CBS mentioned it an hour ago. Um, But not much. Army Times put it out again. West Point has put out multiple bulletins. Those are the ones like I've been sending you, Ron, so you can track it. But it's interesting to see our news or something like this that's tragic and has a potential of being a big issue. It's covered here locally within 100 miles, but Ron didn't know anything about this. And the rest of the country, I'm sure, there would be a lot of care. People would care to hear about something like this, but they're not saying it. You know, it's like orange man bad, orange man bad. Well, what about this? Well, no, it's not enough. It's not interesting. Is he connected to Trump in any way? Well, no. Okay, then fuck it. Don't worry about it. Well, sure. I'm putting it up on putting his picture up on the the on the video side of this broadcast, uh, folks. Let me um, let me just say the cadet cadet. Carita, he's 20 years old. He's originally from Gardenia, California. Uh, he's a West Point cadet who is currently missing and has prompted a widespread search at the academy and, surround, and the surrounding areas of West Point. Um, if you see this cadet, okay, contact West Point immediately. Please, I cannot stress this enough. Okay, this, this young man, you know, if you if you've seen him or or or, or you or and and you and and just let them know, okay, please, because um, like it says here in Army Times, uh, he went missing on Friday. Uh, which led to the widespread search. Now, the search for the cadet uh, was still underway uh, Tuesday with the arrival of about 130 soldiers from the 23rd Military Police Company. Now, Carita, who is from Gardenia, California, was identified in a Tuesday afternoon release from West Point. Now, he's been missing, like I said, since Friday, uh, Friday evening, when he did not show up for a scheduled military skills competition. There has been no cell phone or financial activity in over 72 hours. According to Colonel Cecil uh, Marson, the West Point garrison commander, uh, who said said in in the Tuesday afternoon update, this leads us to believe that he is still in the vicinity of West Point. Okay. Um, 
An M4 rifle is also missing, and West Point officials reiterated that Carita may be in danger to himself, but likely not to the public. He is not known to be carrying any magazines or ammunition, according to the release. Now, the Army Criminal Investigation Division has opened an investigation concerning the missing cadet and weapon. Uh, Unfortunately, bad weather was hampering the search efforts Tuesday, but the Academy and New York State Police, as well as the MP company, were continuing ground search efforts. Now, if you have any information... You are asked to contact the West Point Military Police at area code 845-938-2208. Please, if you see this cadet or you have any information about him, contact the military police at once. I'm sure his family and his fellow cadets would be grateful for any, any help you can be. In, uh, in finding him. And this other link that I put in, it says that uh, they're using dive teams. Uh, so, I mean, they're, they're pulling out all the stops. Soldiers and state troopers are searching 6,000 acres. Damn. They're using sonar to search the Hudson River and ponds. And lakes. Calling uh, off cars. Jesus. I'm looking at uh, yeah, I'm looking at all that and going. Is it because they're really concerned about him, or they're more concerned about that machine gun being out there loose? Yeah. Because knowing how the government thinks. Well, I'm sorry to sound like a pessimist, but. I mean, there have been other other times with other, you know, where cadets like that one that I was talking about that was missing, and they thought he went AWOL and went back to his American Indian, and that's profiling. They wrote him off as well. He went back to the reservation and said, "Fuck you guys." He left. Well, no, that's not what happened. The guy died. But oh well. I, 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 but it, for this many days now. Since Friday, I I, I don't think yeah don't think it the chan- yeah Mike I, I hate to to, to sound yeah. you know sound negative and so forth but unfortunately reality has to has to be brought into this the reality is that the longer it takes to find this cadet yeah the longer it takes the more likely the possibility that he may be found deceased yeah yeah I. Pray to God that's not the case. I truly uh, hope to God that's not the case. Uh, but right. we, we have to be realistic about this. Yeah. But isn't that way, nothing folks, in Missouri? Just nothing so you're aware. That's bizarre. First, dash 109. Stand that down. Yeah, dispatch. That's a deep freezer. That's not a one vehicle. Confirm, yes. Yeah. Yeah, stand it down. 109. Thank you, base. <clears throat> anything in the freezer? Anything worthwhile? Ice cream or anything? Oh, I'm good? sorry, you guys. No. I, fuck, I thought I had my mic off. No. Is there any ice cream here's in the a, freezer or well, worthwhile? I, I hear the radio through my headphones. You guys can't hear the radio. I got It's all plugged into my board. 
Oh. Anyway, they're dispatching a call on a one vehicle accident, <clears throat> and uh, I'd been by this area earlier. It's a fucking deep freezer. Somebody lost a deep freezer off the back of the pickup truck. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know somebody's fucking yeah. jonesing. Yeah, yeah, there's nobody in it, right? I not that I could see. I, I looked at it. No, there ain't nothing in it. But it, it's kind of okay. funny. Driving too fucking fast. Didn't have oh, a tailgate, I mean, probably. Yeah. You know? I mean, I. Or a, ta- or a trailer, or on a trailer, or something. Around a turn, was telling me, you know. Ray was telling me he was with a buddy of his, Ray, that came on the show that time, and he said the guy uh-huh. he was to- he said the guy was a maniac driver, and he said he had his pickup truck and he was towing a, a horse trailer, no horses in it, and uh-huh. he said he didn't chain it up, and they hit a bump, and all of a sudden they were bang, 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 and he said I looked in the back and that thing was rolling upside, it was doing barrel rolls down the road. Spinning upside yeah. down, and and he <laughs> said it went off the road on the side, all beat up, and everything. and he said I told my buddy pull over. I said nope, that thing was stolen. I have no idea how, what happened, and he just drove on. He reported well, it we, stolen, and we, said, nope. we we had a we had a funny one. We was out by the fire station one night, and we just got off a brush call. You know, did a brush fire, no big deal. Yeah. Anyway, so we threw a cigarette out, caught fucking air on fire, and we knocked it out real quick. And we're back. We're we're sitting there, and here comes this nice looking Ford pickup, Dooley, with a fucking you know fifth wheel on the back of it. You know, <laughs> and we're just standing. Yep. You know, guys are smoking cigarettes, we're talking shit, and we're standing there. Next thing I know, the camper stops moving, and the truck keeps on going, right in the fucking road, right in front of the fire station. And we're watching wow. this truck going. This guy act like he didn't know he lost his trailer. And it was a big ass fifth wheel camper. You know, <laughs> that Holy motherfucker shit. hit the ground. You know, it, uh, like how the fuck did he not know that fucker's gone? So he jumped, you know, jumped in my truck and chased him down. You know, kicked lights on the siren, all that shit, and stopped him. I said, "Are you missing something?" He goes, "Yeah, my fucking camper's gone. What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, it's sitting on the middle of the highway. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it was funny as hell. He didn't like have his pen like locked. Nobody hit it, did they? Did anybody hit it? What am I hearing? Uh, no, uh-uh. no, we we oh, okay. we got trucks out there on it. Oh, okay, good. I just heard a Christmas. Where the fuck did that come from? But anyway, uh, yeah, it was yeah, it was a. Can't remember what kind of was it. A big motherfucker though. It was a big. I think it was a Frontier or something like that. Big forty footer. Yeah, he didn't have his pen locked. That's what happened. I can't believe he made it all the way to where he was at. Cause there's a lot of fucking hills, you know. But that pen wasn't locked. It should have disconnected a long time ago. You know. Wow! But now, and he, I did trying to hear that fucking that goddamn tongue of that trailer hitting that fucking bed of the trailer when it came off that fifth wheel hitch. You know, I have got me. He was an old guy, you know, so bless his heart. Wow! But anyway, we got it out of there. We got off this road and got to reconnect to his truck. It was fucked. It was fucked up. It was fucked up good. So we had to get. We followed him into town to to the RV repair place, and that's where I camped at for the night. So they came and fixed it the next day. Yeah, that was fucking. That was a mind blower. You see a truck going to the camper, just stops. Oh, you know shit. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, surprise. Well, we surprise. Seen, yeah, well, we've seen a lot of boat trailer accidents out here. More boat trailers than anything else. Campers, yeah, few in my career. But uh, uh, one thing we see a lot of is guys pulling these lawnmower trailers, fucking them up. You know, we see a lot of them getting fucked up. Yeah. Because yeah. there's some little single axle trailers, you know, and you go around these curves, you know, when that fucking trailer, you know, you can hit them brakes and if it's on wet pavement, yeah. if that's got trailer brakes and that single axle is going to sling that fucker around you, you know, because they set them brakes too tight. So, you know, 
puts it into a spin, slides out, Jack Knopfin. You know, so people are stupid. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah, they don't use common sense, man. I mean, before I tell anything, I make sure I'm locked. I make damn sure I'm locked in. You know, because I tell everything. You know, everything from gooseneck, fifth wheel, you know, bumper pull, pendle hitch. Right. Yeah, you know, I do it all. So I mean, I make damn sure my shit's right. I hate paying the premiums. You know, the insurance premiums you got to fucking do and deductibles. Fuck that. Yeah. I just got done tearing my insurance company new asshole too. I fucking they checked my fucking rate up a hundred dollars a month. Oh, fuck you. We're done. We're done. For what? And I got one for. I don't know. I have no idea. They just did it out of the fucking blue, man. I have no accidents, you know. Um, I don't have a driving record. So, you know, what the fuck? They just did it, and they do that spontaneous. There's a lot of companies that do that shit, you know. Just out of the blue, they'll jack your rates up out of the fucking blue. I had a buddy of mine. He's watching this insurance company. He thought he was stupid. He's, this guy's a mathematician. This motherfucker's a genius in mathematics. And he noticed every month his insurance bill kept going up like two or three dollars a month. You know, every month. You know, it kept slowly, slowly, slowly creeping up. And he finally called him on it, man. And he just told him to just fuck you. Mm-mm. And he sued him. He actually sued him for it. You know, and won, won a big chunk of money out of them fuckers. They're in it for a profit. They're not in it to help you. They, you know, they they barely want to settle any time there's a claim. You know, that's the bullshit about it. Then they only give you what the vehicle's value, book value is. You know, that's the other bullshit scam with insurance. You know, fuck them. <clears throat> but I'm required to have commercial insurance according to the FIA. Everything's all commercial, you know. And I'd love for somebody to take my fucking payment. Take my insurance payment to my, my shop, my house, my all my shit. Take it all. Ron, go to your emails. I just sent you a link. I'm going to put it in FFNO. It's something that we should all be aware of. It came out today. Apparently, for years, everybody told me, Mike, don't do that, don't do that. And I was like, ah, bullshit, it's all right. When you're on forums, closed forums, gun collectors forums, sporting forums, uh, whatever, and you post a picture of your rifle or your shotgun and everything, a a lot of the guys would say, do not or cover the serial number. Do not show your serial number. And I was like, what, uh, fuck yeah. difference, what difference does it make if they have the serial number? I the gun's could, registered, registered to me anyway. Uh, it doesn't, I can see that, though. It doesn't make any difference since it's registered to me anyway. Nobody's going to steal it. And they can't find my name or anything. They don't have the government database. So what good does it do any of them? I mean, I could, I could say right now that... Well, you never know. They could have... There's a Luger number serial number Luger serial number the Luger number serial number three four six seven. Yes, there is without a doubt a Luger out there serial number three four six seven. When was it sold? The history of it? Who has it? No life. Nobody has any fucking idea. So, but what they're doing now is see the link that I just put in the FFNO. Gunslinger, are you here? You're listening to this? Yeah, yeah. Go to go to the FFNO. Google and Facebook, now they're monitoring and they're creating a database with serial numbers that people are posting pictures of their guns. I don't know how, but 
to me, that's like what the fuck? That's invasion of privacy shit. Well, you're posting it up there. Well, yeah, but you're recording it. Why are you recording this? That's like you making a list of what items I have in my house if I post a picture. What the fuck are you? You're spying on me? Well, um, you're yeah. Well, you can't say invasion of privacy because you're putting out into the public anyway, public web. This is, do you see the link, yeah. Ron? Did, you, did, you, did the link open up? Yeah, I'm reading it now. Yeah, I'm reading it. Yeah, yeah. There's another thing about us losing freedoms. Now they're well, there. You go. They're, now you're monitor, they're monitoring even this, and they're creating a database. Yep. yep. There's a database for everything. Pretty soon, everything you do will be in our database. That RFID. They don't think it ain't gonna happen. It's already here. It's called in telephones. Well, you know, George, uh, it, it's in the FFNO, George. We want to see it's a lot of people. You know, it's like Jesse Ventura. I know a lot of people don't like him, and I get that. But he don't carry a cell phone for the reason why he's they're not fucking tracking me. Fuck them. When I leave somewhere, they don't know where the fuck I'm at. And that's right, they don't. Without that cell phone, you're you're lost. They can't find you. So that's the fun part about that. I think I'm gonna put on but every on cell phone is tracked. And on the forums from now on, I think I'm going to make up a little thing for all of us, for collectors, a little strip with a serial number 69I812. So that no matter if you're posting your gun to discuss a certain model or something, you put that over where the serial number is. So let them do that. Yes, there are 7,000 handguns with serial number 69I812. Maybe. One of them will pick up on the fact that it's a joke. Get it? 69I812? Maybe it's one of, That's what you sure do. You confuse them. I'm sure their computer them. won't. Yeah, their computer won't realize it's a joke. Motherfuckers. We're saying Instagram and Facebook. YouTube? God damn. Okay. Yeah. YouTube is owned by Google. I probably don't but have real phone. Yet. See, that's like this. When I say about you, this mean a corporately controlled fucking country. That's what this is. These are probably own companies doing it. This, these are corporations, corporate controllers. What, See what I mean? Get it themselves. Out of yeah, they're taking oh, yeah, it upon man. themselves to do this. Uh huh. They want to the be government. the rulers. Yeah, the government's not doing it. They're doing it. What the fuck are they to do something? Something like yeah, unbelievable. Well, you know, I've said it a thousand fucking times, and I'll say it a thousand more. They look for any way to fuck you. That's what it's all about, Mike. Really, they're looking some way to fuck you. You know, when's the blackmail going to come in? Well, we won't tell them this if you give us that. You know what I mean? Type shit. That's next. Yeah. You know. And they don't call it they, they don't call it blackmail or theft. They call it fees. They give it the word. They call it fees, even though it is actually extortion and blackmail. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers, but that's what we're coming to. That's a, and it's rapidly happening. It's happening quickly. I, I mean, you guys should glad, in New York. Goddamn, I am glad I will not be around to see the world a hundred years from now. I'm glad I won't be here. Uh, well, yeah, I know. So I, I don't. I don't think any of us would recognize it. Well, we 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 was born during the birth of it. You know what I mean, Mike? Yeah. We were we are the we are the birth of this fucking control system. It's coming. Every day you're losing something else. Every day, freedoms. Like that movie, 
you know, the man in the high tower. You know, I've been watching that shit. I mean, yeah, it, oh. that's it. It's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, there we it? go. Yeah, it is. I'm on the second season right now, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen all of them. Yeah. Yeah, she's she just went over to the Reich. You know, chick went over to the Reich now and you know, camp with the high commander fucker, whatever his name is, and just killed his do- son's doctor. You know, because his son's fucked up. They gotta get rid of him. People are fucked up. They gotta cook him. So, you know. <laughs> wow. Coming soon here. Welcome to your medical profession here. You know. But there's a yeah, no well, man's land. He, he's too old. He ain't worth spending the money on. Fucking let him go. Yeah, there's a no man's land in that, though, too. But that's covered with the Japanese and German yeah, agents all over the fucking place. Yeah, the, the neutral zone. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, I, I, did I just sent you another. I just sent you another email. Okay. I uh, I hear that it's a got my kids fucking my grandkids toy back there, going off. What is it? I don't hear anything. It's it's playing little, this little teapot. Oh. Find me somewhere. Well, George, it's voice we had to take we had to take Max to the vet today. How come? Um, his ear started to turn really red, and Lisa was cleaning like blood and crusted. I don't know. It was, and he was shaking his head really bad. He's he's got allergies. And so he was not happy about the vet, but he went to the same place that, you know, that we took to take him to that same one. And uh, if in the FFNO, the first thing he did was, since he wasn't happy, Lisa took him over to the kid table. You know how they have a little table for kids with kitty books? Mm-hmm. And look what the asshole did. I put pictures in the FFNO. He didn't understand the concept of read the book. So he jumped on top of the table and sat on everything. And then everybody in the the vet just roaring. They thought it was hysterical. I'm like, what the fuck? Really, dog? Really, dog? I said, I'm sorry. They said, no, it's okay. It's fine. We don't have dogs that love furniture that often. I said, yeah, we never trained them for... So, you know, the caveman... Maybe he was upset because I told Lisa to find the cat in the hat, and they didn't have a copy of it there. Maybe he was mad, so he sat on all the books. Dumb shit. <clears throat> well, <laughs> no, an idiot. He's just he's just a big a big hairy kid at heart. Okay, he's just a big furry kid at heart. Let's I face guess it. So. Yep. You know. Um. Oh. Embarrassing. And then we went out for Mexican food and Lisa made him up a she made him up a his own little burrito. Like really Lisa? Yeah, it's okay, I'll make him a burrito. So as a bonus gift. Because the doctor said he he lost like ten or eleven pounds. He said he's in good shape, but they gave him some sort of uh he looked at his ear and he said, Yeah, it's painful and he gave us some sort of antibiotic and a spray for it. And he said, the other ear is fine. It's just one side. 
So he said, your dog get, is very he's sensitive. He's gets allergies. So <laughs> no disrespect to your wife, Mike, but uh, uh, that T-shirt uh, just took me for a fucking spin for a minute. Um, <laughs> Which one? Oh, I like this one. This, 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 this bottom picture, 3903. Uh, yeah. It says, uh, it, it, the S is covered by her arm. It says, I like the poon. You know, yeah. okay. Then, then it says, "I like to spoon." Either way, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I know. You know, you know that's a Ben and Ben and Jerry's because it's a picture of ice cream or something. Yeah, see that Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, with that burrito, there's that burrito wrapped up. This is I like to poon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I gotta save that to show to everybody I know. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, shit. Thanks a lot. Uh, shit. <laughs> God. So he still weighs oh, in at 130 shit. pounds, but he's a character. My dog is a character. Yeah. He's a beautiful animal, though. Yeah, he's a good dog. Yeah, it's George's buddy. Every time he comes, he gets all so excited. Oh, George! Yeah, Let's go play. Yes, lobber on him. Yeah, he always wants me to go out and play with him. And when does he want me to do it? Right around the time we're trying to get ready to go to the PC to, to the firearm to, to the firearm owners association meeting. Yep. <clears throat> he never. He, I don't think he understands that we don't have time to play. No. But he said, like, look at me. Look and at the, the one I time I went out to – remember, Mike, one time I went out there to, to, to you know, to play with him? What did yeah. he do? He picked up that big-ass fucking branch. Yep. He's a caveman. Expect me to play with him, play, playing with that branch. I'm like, I don't think so. He's not very – yeah, he's not very – I mean, we went to our – our sister-in-law's house, and they got a sliding glass door, you know, over the backyard. And the cat walked right up to the other side of the glass door and looked right in it. And he went right on the other side of the glass door, staring at it like, what the fuck are you? Who are you? And the head's tilting. And he really, he wanted to play. He wanted to meet that cat. And the cat was like, the hair was standing straight up on its back all the way down. Like, it did not like him. Like, I don't know what you are, but. Uh, but he doesn't know. He's like real basic. Well, funny dog. <clears throat> well, you know Expensive. we buried, you know judge, judge. We buried him out there with. He's got a, he's his own rock uh, headstone out there. You know. Uh, yeah, I'm a dog, and uh, yeah, I hate to see him gone. Well, but today I did something really crazy today. I took a day off. I took a whole cool. fucking day off today. I just laid around the house and slept all fucking day. Didn't care. Don't give a fuck. My phone has like 90 goddamn phone calls and fuck them all. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I had to have to take a day off. I take it. <clears throat> it's been, you know, my, I never ever take a break. It's going to kill me to stop, but, you know, fuck. You get, you get, Today was sweet. Dog? Oh yeah, fuck yeah! I'm I'm looking. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I, I have one. I have another. I have another bat or Dachshund. You no, know, Eris. You know my female. Right. I still got her, but uh, she's lost. You don't know where the fuck's going on. You know. <clears throat> she's been looking for him, and 
you know, come cuddling up to me in bed and, you know, looking for him. Sure. Now, so, yeah. My wife says, no, we're not getting no more dogs. I said, I'll divorce you first, woman. I'll divorce <laughs> you first. Don't even tell really, me that. They, no, they really are. I've been around these animals. I've been around these animals all my life. You know, Dodge hounds, I mean, it isn't my particular breed I like. I mean, I love them. They're good dogs. Once you own one, you got to have another one, you know. Yep. But I just like to keep a match pair, you know. But I'm looking at getting into buying a couple of bull mastiffs is what I want. I want some big dogs, big puppies. Nope. I wish there was a way. There but, must be some sort of way to stop them from shedding. I mean, look at that picture of me. I'm covered with dog hair. No. I'm covered with it. You ain't. You ain't. Oh, man. Forget God, it. man. So hair factor. I got a friend of mine. I got a friend of mine who has two collies. Okay. Oh, These people are shit. millionaires. You know what their fucking house looks like, Mike? Like the Tajma fucking hall. But they have two collies that live inside. Oh, my God. You don't, them, you don't think them fucking people's maids and butlers work their nuts off in that fucking house every day to keep oh, that hair butt? Them motherfuckers, they shed. They don't fuck around. And you know a dog that doesn't shed that much? That's got real super long hair? Is an English sheepdog. Ain't that crazy? No you think they'd shed like a motherfucker, but they don't. Yeah. They don't shed that bad. You do, but not that bad. I mean, they had a seasonal shedding, you know what I mean? And that's when they, they put I mean, off a, In other words, they take off their coat. To you me, know, it's it's an it's an ugly dog. The hairless Chihuahua, I, they're ugly to me. But I can understand why mm-hmm. people would want it. Oh my god, no hair at all. But it looks like a big rat. Well, we had we had a Chihuahua mixed with Jack Russell, this my wife's dog, and he was naked. He scratched himself to death. And this dog had very little hair on his body, you know. And he scratched all the time. He jumped all over the place. You couldn't touch him. You couldn't pet this dog. I mean, he just didn't like to be touched. He didn't like to be fucked with, and nothing but her. He go right to the wife, you know. Well, my nephew was over here one day, and he, the dog was scratching. He tried to touch him. The dog tried to bite him, and I said, "Damn, Ron, what the fuck, you know, Uncle Ronnie? Fuck, man!" I said, "Man, don't fuck with Shardy. He's 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 got fucking issues. You know, he's a, he's a tranquilizer or something, Xanax or a volume, whatever he needs." But anyway, my nephew he was he he asked me about it the other day. He was he was, "You guys still got itchy and scratchy?" <laughs> That's what he called it, itchy and scratchy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I said no, it's just stretched to walk in the woods a long time ago, man. And he did; he just vanished. He was gone. Don't know what happened to him. You know, and we, you know, when you live in the woods, that happens quite often. A dog gets sick; they'll walk off in the woods usually. Yeah. You know, I think I've had maybe five or six of them done that. <clears throat> I've had three hit by cars. Um, well, Judge makes the third one. But Judge was on his way out anyway. But, you know, I mean, it's still there again, you know. And, you know, of course, my guy's working there, you know, here on the farm. I'm like, fuck, son of a bitch. If we finally does that, we're going to fuck them up, you know. I said, yeah, well, you know what? Hey, man, it happens. He, he's, he's a small dog. It was at night probably. He, he just creeped out of the, you know, out of the weeds right into the road, you know, and he couldn't, you know, couldn't yeah. stop in time. <clears throat> you know, he was blind. And that's what, yeah. Well, he was like, oh, good fuck, you run over a blind dog. Goddamn no good son of a bitch. And sorry, motherfuckers. Well, what happens, man? You know, shit. I had a cat one time in my fucking Mustang, okay? And I was doing about 80 in this motherfucking car. I hit this fucking cat. I watched this motherfucker roll and come off the ground and bounce a couple times. He got up and walked away. That is fucking creepy, isn't it? I mean, I hit that motherfucker hard. But but I don't think the tires hit him. I think he got rolled. You know, the carriage of the car rolled him. Yeah. But I see him in the rearview mirror rolling, you know, spinning around the sky, man, and bouncing like a basketball. I said, oh, fuck. 
There's some little kids I thought, oh, God damn it, you know. But the kids weren't outside. They were, you know, in a fence area, you know. It's by highway. It's a highway, you know. You know, you shouldn't have kids around it anyway, but the house is right on top of the highway. Yeah, sometimes you never know. You, you hit an animal and they they get up and walk away. Even the same thing with deer, depending on yeah. how they get well, hit. Well, I hit it. And they've well, got to have broken I bones. I told you that, that, that escape I got, that car I just bought at the repo auction for 200 bucks. you know, I had it for about a week and I bumped a deer with it. Ain't that a bitch? Oh, I've seen shit. two of them. Anywhere around here, well, fuck, we live in deer country. This is all deer and bear, man. That's what we get. Well, well, anyway, it was two deers yeah. come across the road, so I, I backed the car down. And as soon as I slowed down about 20 miles out, this other deer decided to come down through the ditch and come in. He's looking at me. I said, what are you going to do, motherfucker? And I'm still slowing down. I'm going to stop this motherfucker. And as soon as I got down about 20 miles an hour, the fucker walked out in front of me. I bumped it. It rolled over, and you know it flip-flopped around and shit, got down the ditch and stood up and took off. And it was fine. Car was fine. I said, I'll be damned. That'll never happen again. Hey, hey Ron, you're speaking, speaking of that uh, storm out there, they, they found no survivors yet. I mean, there was no casualties so far. There were nine confirmed tornadoes around this area. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, we got wow. fucking hit hard here too, man. We got fucked up pretty bad too. No casualties. Nine confirmed. Didn't see anything. Yeah. A lot of people was hurt, but I don't think there was no right. you know, serious casualties or anything so far. I think there was be one somewhere. I think there was one somewhere. I have to look back at that. I don't can't remember. Ron, you ever had anybody come over to your house for coffee that you don't like? Because I oh, found yeah. a perfect coffee cup for you that you can okay. use this. I sent you a, a picture of it. I'll put it in the FFNO gunslinger. You might have fun with this. Oh, yeah. That's nice. I need one of them. Is that cool or that's what? sweet. Like the, here, go in the FFNO. $19. I think that's cool. I think that would, if you had, yeah, it would send a message. I got to have one of those. I do. I <laughs> who, who dreams this shit up? Jesus Christ, man, really? <laughs> George, you what? never know. Imagine having somebody come over for dinner, for, for coffee and yeah. Didn't you see? Didn't you see that I that I that, oh, uh, yeah, that I looked at it? All right, yeah. It's it's funny though. Look at the bottom of their cup and see that. One way to send a message. Okay, middle finger mug. I gotta find one. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh fuck. Well, guys, tell you what. Halloween is next week, right? Yep. Now get this. I just spotted this, and 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 I gotta say, I think these, these townships and cities are getting a little bit ridiculous. Virginia City decided to uh, go put an ordinance on the books. Or I should say the city of Chesapeake, Virginia. And it's for trick-or-treating. What is it? Bullshit. The city of Chesapeake, Virginia, went viral mm-hmm. last year for an ordinance that banned anyone not 12 years of age or younger from trick-or-treating. <coughs> city ordinance said violators could be punished 
with a fine or even jail time. <laughs> that is until the ordinance went viral online and was brought to the attention of city legislators. <sighs> These lawmakers ultimately decided to change it just in time for Halloween, for the Halloween traditions. Okay? While the ordinance is still in effect, USA Today reports it now enacts a maximum trick-or-treating age of 14 years old and does not allow for possible jail time. And, get this, teens in the city could still face a Class 4 misdemeanor and a fine under the law. But Covey assures the public that police never actually find or jail the teen for trick-or-treating, and the law is in place only to prevent issues like teens stealing and smashing pumpkins. The ordinance was and is intended to provide police with the authority to take action to keep order and protect public safety, Covey said. Noting that the law was originally made in 1970 in response to incidents of mischief on Halloween night. Chesapeake police officers do not spend Halloween night checking, all, checking the ages of those out enjoying trick-or-treating in a safe manner, Covey said. Uh, as Twitchy reports, the law has been changed to reflect a new series of guidelines. Now, this comes from the, from the city of Chesapeake. If you are giving out treats, turn on your porch slash exterior lights. Remove any objects in your yard that might be hazardous. Drive slowly during the evening and watch for children. That's common sense. Make sure your child can navigate safely, long costumes and masks, can make navigating streets and yards difficult. They even put trick-or-treating hours out. The hours for trick-or-treating are from 6 to 8 p.m. Trick-or-treating is open to children up to age 14 years old. You know, I don't remember there being a a limitation on kids trick-or-treating back when I was growing up. No, I mean, the same old shit that they always do. All the police and the government always does is, we're going to pass a law that we know is fucked up and could be abused, but we're only passing it. Don't worry. We're only going to use it if we have to. It won't be abused. It's on the books, but you don't have to pay attention to it. We'll only use it if we need it. It's that same law that they have in in our county that says that they have the right to do a no-knock search anytime they want. At any hour, just to make sure you're storing your firearms correctly. Well, we know that's against the Second Amendment and you're against your rights, but we've never used it. But it's there just in case we need it. It's okay. No, it's not okay. But that's how they justify that shit. It's fucking weird. Of course, weird is the way of the way of the world these days. Yeah. I mean. I don't get trick-or-treaters at my house. I don't. They do not come here 
because one, there are very there are very few ho- apartments with children in, in the complex. Two, the road that I live on, and you know the road, uh, Mike. There's oh. no sidewalks, so obviously, I'm not going to get trick or treaters. The first oh. couple of years being here, I bought candy, you know, just in case, you know, I got trick or treaters. But I yeah. ended up being the only one eating the fucking candy. So you know, I don't even bother anymore. I don't even put decorations out for Halloween. Why? Because it's a waste of fucking time. Now, next week, I'm going to uh, to a Halloween party. You know that that one of the that, that this agency I deal with is putting on, right? Yep. So I'm going to go to this Halloween party, and I decided. On the costume I would go with. I'm going to go dressed as a liberal. Oh, how are you going to do that? I'm going to put on, I, I have, an, I have your, a decent you're gonna shirt. Cover yourself shirt, with shit? Tie. Oh. What was that, Mike? I, I'm sorry, I was, I was describing the costume. Uh, I said you're going to cover yourself with shit? So that way you smell the part, too? Very funny, ha ha. <laughs> but you gotta make it original, man. You gotta be original yeah. like shit. <laughs> and and I'm going, I'm going to I'm going to put, you know, the ID wallet I have. I'm going to put a yeah. card inside the wallet that says, "Vote for me. I'm a liberal Democrat, and I don't care about you." They're gonna love you. <laughs> if you go with the taxi, well, tell them to wait outside. You're talking about the age well, restriction on trick or treating, uh, George. You can't do that, you know, unless you're a Democrat. Ain't that how it works? I, hey, listen, I'm too old for that shit. But masquerade parties, I'll participate. I ain't, I ain't got no problem with that. Hey, man, you're I too old for that shit. Trick or treating. I still have the full-size Darth Vader mask, uh-huh. and I have a black hooded cape that I can use with it, right? Dressed head to toe in black and all that, and I did that when I was taking care of my mother, and the kids came over for Halloween. I, I think I told this story once. There was a kid. There were kids dressed in Star Wars costumes. One was dressed as Darth Vader, so I opened the door, and I go... The force is strong with this one. And looking, you know, right at the kid with the Darth Vader outfit on. Mm-hmm. And he ducks behind his mother's leg real quick. You know, so I didn't want to scare the kid. I, I really didn't. So I, I pulled the mask off and I said, see, just me. The kid ducks out from behind his mother's leg looking at me. And he goes real fast, ducking right back again. And she she looks at me and she goes, he's done that with every house. So don't feel bad. You're not the only one that he's done that to. You know, I I bring the I take the tr- the candy bowl and I said, help yourself, children. And they took you know nice nice little handfuls and they put them in their pumpkins and bags or whatever they had, and they were happy. And I put the bowl back. I grabbed the Darth Vader mask. I put it back on. And I went, happy Halloween, children. Have fun. The Darth Vader kid ducked out from his mother's leg, and 
shook my hand. He shook hands with me. Well, the next day, I see that same little boy with his mother, and he looks at me, and he looks at his mother and goes, Mommy, it's Darth Vader. <laughs> and I didn't have the costume on. Kids, kids are something else. They really are. Is a kid kind of referring to you don't need it? <laughs> I probably. I don't. I mean, anything's possible. Uh, you know, yeah, you've seen Darth Vader with the hood off, haven't you? There you go. Okay. All right. So now we know that. Well, <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that a New York law? Is that New York ordinance you were talking about? Or is it just in your area, George? For what? The, the age requirement to be, to be able to trick or treat. No, the, the age of trick or treat. No, well, that would, that was uh, established in uh, Chesapeake, Virginia. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it's Chesapeake, Virginia. In my area, you know, you're going to have teenagers out there in costumes, you know, the, the usual mischief bullshit, you know, with the uh-huh. the, the – the teeping of trees and houses and cars and eggs thrown and everything else. Thankfully, where I live, that hasn't happened. In the nearly seven years I've been here, I've never seen it once. Thank goodness. I think around here, well, because there's no sidewalks, it, 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 it makes it less inviting. You know, I think with them passing laws like that or doing ordinances like that, I think that's going to encourage kids to even fuck up even more. You know what I mean? Knowing they can't do it, they'll do yeah. it anyway. You know what I mean? Exactly. And and I and and it, it invites trouble more than it deters. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom right. line. It it really does invite more more problems than that it deters, but. The 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 people in city governments don't think of that. They don't put two and two together. They don't realize that, you know, in their mind, this is a good ordinance. It'll work. The children, the teenagers will obey the law. Bullshit. Yeah. Right. The absolute opposite. They will. They'll see that. Another, it's, another, it's it's another. That's a money generator too, though. It's a money generator for the city. See? Yeah. You know, what kind of scam can we pull off to fuck the people out of money? That's what they do. I've asked, I've, I've been in city and county meetings and asked that question. How much more money do you need to rob from the people of the county? You know, uh, like you said, that one time they tried to pull that bullshit putting meters on water wells out here. Oh, my God. You want to talk about a fucking rock concert? God damn. The, the person that brought that up, did they get reelected or that was it? No, no, they left. They actually left town. They got the fuck out. Oh, well, well yeah, it looked like a lynch mob coming to fuck them up. Just to even mention that shit, you know, because people. Well, this is this is this is part of the South. These a lot of people don't have a bunch of money around here. You know what I mean? And they're working yeah. day to day, paycheck to paycheck. You know, they ain't got time to be fucking giving up more money for some stupid shit. You know, and they're not even they're, the whole thing that got me about it. When I talked to him about it, I said, well, here's a fucking deal. You're paying for – you paid for the pump. You paid for the drilling. You paid for the fucking, you know, the electric to make that pump fucking run. And if it fucks up, you've got to fix it. They don't. You see what I mean? But you got to pay them money. No, 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 no. I don't fucking think so, you know. That's like on homeschooling, okay, on my kids. You know, uh, they um, 
they wanted me to go and register at the, the county recorder's office that I'm doing this. And I looked in and found out why. Okay, well, because the school still gets money for my kid getting homeschooled. But the school gets right. the money. I don't get a penny of it. Not a fucking nickel. And I told him, you suck my sack, motherfucker. You're out of your mind. Was this Ron Reck? Yes, it is. Oh, fuck. Okay, Ron. Sorry. No problem. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Motherfuckers. I'll call them out in a heartbeat. They know it. I will call them out in a minute. You know. Then they tried to pull some bullshit one time out in the town next to us. And these lawyers had this meeting down in uh, another city, another town next to that town. And they pulled off this meeting about how they're trying to run this ordinance. The city's trying to run this ordinance that they could legally pull you over for not having a seatbelt on. They could they could cite you for eating a fucking hamburger and driving. They could cite you for talking on a cell phone. They could cite you for talking to your passenger, and they could cite you for turning your fucking radio knob. Okay, talking to your passenger. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Back up the bus, Gus. Did I hear uh-huh. you right? Okay, talking to your uh-huh. passenger, they can cite you for that. Turning your radio right. on, they can yeah. cite you for that. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what they sure they did. They wanted to. Well, eating oh. a hamburger, eating eating while driving, talking on cell phone, seat belt. You tell me that if I were there and I was eating a hamburger, they could pull me the fuck over and cite me for having my fucking dinner? Yep. While on yep. the road? Yep. 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 Yeah, a bunch as soon as I go, as soon as I would get my ass in court, the first thing I would say to, to the judge is, "Your Honor, I, I'm a little confused. I just went to the drive-through at McDonald's, bought a hamburger because I was hungry. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. on the road. I pulled over. Huh? I get cited for eating a hamburger while driving. Huh? Now I could That's understand, a big caper, right?" Driving and drinking booze, getting pulled over. Uh-huh. But a hamburger from Mickey, from Mickey D's. This doesn't make any any sense whatsoever. I mean, how can what justifies this kind of uh, this kind of uh, this kind of a, of, a, of a traffic stop? Because to me, I mean, if you're hungry and you're eating. I mean, I could take the hamburger and just throw it down on the on the floor of my car in a New York minute mm-hmm. if, if if something's coming up down the road where I need both hands on the wheel. But if mm-hmm. I'm driving down the road doing the speed limit and I'm not and there's nobody in front of me, nobody behind me, nobody coming the other way, mm-hmm. how is eating a hamburger dangerous to motorists? When there's, if well, there's technically, around, technically I, it is. Well, technically it is. First, but, George, it technically is. It is dangerous. You know why? In the rules of the road book, it will tell you, it's specified to have your hands at 10 and 2 on the steering wheel. You know what I mean? So how I can many use that. people but, do that? Honestly, how many people actually do right. that? Even those, even those cocksuckers that are trying to, pa- try to pass this ordinance, was, I asked them that question. You know, you mean to tell me you never went through McDonald's drive through, grabbed a cheeseburger because you're really fucking hungry and you had no time to fuck around, so you had to eat while he's rolling down the fucking road? You know what I mean? How many of you motherfuckers? See, it, it, it was about it's about making money, George. It wasn't about actually doing anything for the community. It was about generating revenue. That's what it was about. 
Well, anyway, they had this fucking meeting, and I, sp- I stood up and spoke on it. I said, well, you know, go ahead and pull me over, motherfucker. I dare you. I dare you to pull me over. I No problem with that. And I, one lawyer goes, you look familiar. And I said, yeah. I said, back in uh, 2003, four, you seen me in court and you know, the city of Forsyth. And he goes, yeah, okay, I remember you. He goes, you're the one that the judge scratched the ticket out and didn't even talk to you. I said, yep, I'm the one. He goes, how the hell do you got that much power in this county to do that? I said, well, it's simple. They know I'll fight them, and I will fight them. I'll cost them more money than they'll ever get out of me. That's how I do it. Anyway, I said, this, the, the deal is, one, I knew the judge. The judge knew me. The prosecutor knew me but didn't know me. You know, he didn't know, you know, he knew, knew of me, just didn't ever, ever get to face me. And I went to court, and this was a taillight ticket, okay? And uh, anyway, I walked, you know, I stood in line, waited my turn, and I get in line. And the judge looked at me, I looked at him, and I smiled, big old smile, happy as a mother. So he goes, well, have a nice day, Ron. Now, you too, judge. And he just scratched the ticket out, you know, dismissed it, you know. And the prosecutor, wait a minute, what's going on here? Wait a minute. And, and the judge looked at the prosecutor, this is Ron Reck. You seriously want to take this kind of this ticket? You know, it's a $25 ticket. You know, this guy will fight you to the death of this. You know, he won't stop until he wins. And the prosecutor goes, oh, yeah, I heard about you through Williams. And he goes, mm-hmm. I said, well, hey, it doesn't matter. When are we going to pick our, my peers? I need 12 of my peers here, bro. You know? <laughs> he goes, have a good day. But it, the thing is that the, the the problem is people don't stand up to him, and they're so used to that. That's the problem. You know what I mean? Uh, they don't want people like me around. They don't want they don't want people to learn from me to what I do. You know what I mean? They don't want to know the reality and truth of it. Because yeah. technically, if by law, traffic court is illegal as a motherfucker anyway. It's against the Constitution. It's a made-up court. It don't even exist. You know, it's like like uh, the other one is divorce court. It that's another illegal family court, illegal one, drug court, illegal one. These are not legal, justifiable courts. These are made-up bullshit. Is what they are. And you know, people can say whatever and argue the point. Yeah, well, they are what they are. They need to be blah blah. Well, yeah, well, need be because you're a fucking fool and a fucking sucker. And, and of all people, Eric Holder proved that down in Ferguson. You know, of all people, you know, like really, of that of all crook motherfuckers, you know him. But uh, he showed it. He he showed how it showed. It showed four out of five people on probation in that fucking city. It was a cash cow, man. They fucking milked their people to fucking nothing. You know, and then they throw all these fees on you and shit. It's it's crazy, guys. I mean, it's not you know, it just ain't right. But you know, you know, I can only fight the fight for so long. You know, anyway, I'm getting older too. You know, I can't do the fight anymore like I used to. But I mean, I I can. But I mean, I, you know, and I handle very few people anymore. But it's the simple thing it is. You got to remember these things are unconstitutional. You know, it, it's a total. You're living in two different worlds here. You're two different people, and it's two different worlds. There's a right and a wrong, and I guarantee you a lot of these courts are fucking wrong. You know what I mean? Like the seatbelt law, like, you know, Gunslinger calls it the slave belt. That should be your choice, your fucking choice, not theirs. If you want to go through that windshield and die, that's, that's your choice. But, you know, it's against the law to commit suicide. Do you know that? You can't kill yourself either. It's against the rules. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, come on, man. You know, like, the, remember Jack Kevorkian, the doctor, Dr. Kevorkian? Yep. You know, helped yep. people assist to die. Remember that guy, you know, they couldn't do nothing to him, couldn't touch him. They tried, and they locked him up several fucking times, you know. They probably did pinch him for something, but they, you know, like, cocked cock something on the poor old guy. But, you know, if people are, you know, people have that right. And, you know, I've seen it here. I've seen, you know, I've seen, a, you know, a, a murder-suicide case here. 
Um, this woman had terminally ill cancer. She was sick and she was in bad shape, man. And the old man shot her and shot herself. And they were in her, like eight eighties, late eighties, man. You know, and that's exactly what it was. It was a murder suicide, but there again, he's it wasn't really. I don't look at it as a murder, and I don't look at it as suicide. I, I just think it was a ticket out. You know what I mean? One of my best friends, you know, a hell, of, you know, a hell of a uh, illustrator and uh, advertising guy. One of my best friends, man. He was in Fortune 500. This guy, he wrote shit to blow your mind. He's he was a guy who used to work for a publishing company that found the book One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and got it back into publishing. It was thrown in a dead a dead poet's box, you know, they call it dead poet's box. And uh, anyway, he found the book and he started reading it. And he goes, "Well, we change a few things here and there. Let's get this author get back with this guy and change a few things. We could fix this. And this would be a good book." And it turned. Look what happened. It made a movie out of the motherfucker. You know, that's how good this guy was. But he was getting dyslexia. He was, he's in his seventies and he started getting where he didn't know shit. And he had so many surgery on his back and hip replacement ten fucking times, like Mike. And then uh, he just got to the point where he couldn't take it anymore. So he dumped like a uh, hundred hydrocodone pills and a bowl of ice cream and put a bunch of morphine patches on his body and went to bed. That was it. You know, so. And he told me one at one point in time, he goes, I want some other man wiping my ass. I don't, I ain't, no, fuck that. And I'm not going to make my wife suffer through it all. You know, if it ever comes to that. And I'm like, okay, Chuck, right. You know, cool, man, whatever. I didn't believe him. You know what I mean? Well, he did it. You know, after he got done writing his memoirs, he actually did it. So, you know, so people, you know, hey, I get it. You know, I do get it. I understand why people do it. And then being in the fire rescue business, you know, you see shit, weird shit all the time. Uh, the worst one that I ever witness was a kid, teenager, 16 years old, 12 gauge, you know, Lewis had off a 12 gauge. So. Shut the fuck up. That was bad. What the hell what is George guy doing? Oh, I'm I'm looking at, this, at at a video on my phone. I thought I thought I turned my mic off. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I was looking at a video on my phone, and, and this guy's rambling on to a cop. He won't. He, his lips are constantly moving, and I I have them sound muted. But the thing is, he's going on and going on and going on rapid fire. The guy, the cop keeps going. You know, putting his hands up, like telling him to slow down, trying to shut him up. Wouldn't shut up. Yeah, I've seen one where this guy was chewing out a state trooper. God, I and he tore up the ticket, threw it out. The trooper said, "If you don't go up, come out, pick this up, I'm going to cite you for littering." <laughs> the trooper was really cool about it, you know. This guy was screaming bloody murder. People are stupid. Well, that was boring. <laughs> but no, I, I, listen, guys, I got a clip here. I want you to hear because you know how how the view always. Dumps on Trump, like all liberals do. Well, they had Newt Gingrich on their on their show, and oh, Newt the fruit, the lunacy that came out of the out of, out of these fucking liberal bullshit tackling hens was, to say the least, insane. So let me put this clip on and 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 listen carefully to to what what happens. Whoopi Goldberg is the biggest fucking douchebag I ever saw in my life. I swear to God she is. 
I reread the, the, the exact transcript yes. that was published by the New York Times. I don't think it's an abuse of power. Then, then what is? Because it's, when I think about a president's role, if you call you know a foreign president, you ask them to investigate your opponent in a presidential race. And look into the DNC service. If that's well, not, right. no, I'm, I'm actually curious. If no, that's not no, an abuse of power, then what is? What is is exactly what Hillary Clinton's campaign did. I mean, wait, I mean, the Clinton, wait, no, notice the difference. The Clinton campaign paid to create a dossier. But can we that was, can we wait, 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 Hillary, y'all tried her, you beat her, she's not the president. The man who's the president right. broke the law. No, 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 to find out what is the truth. Now it cannot be a crime to try to find the truth. Sure, he didn't ask. He did not ask. How can it be a crime to find the truth? She's going to tell you. Uh, <laughs> there are certain tribunals that you can go to. There are investigators that you can go to. You can go to your FBI, but you really can't go to a foreign government as okay. the president to seek the truth because they are not your investigative tool. And Speaker, if you. You know that. First of all, you know that. But in the, in the conversation, he says, I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to have the attorney general call you and work with you. Yes, the attorney general should also not be working with a foreign government. Of course they should. To investigate a political opponent. But it's not investigating a political opponent. That's investigating an allegation of corruption. But he would know in that if Biden uh, worked there, money There's no, no guarantee. Excuse me while I spend. <laughs> You can't announce you're a candidate and then say, therefore, I can't be investigated. Well, he did. <laughs> no, he got investigated anyway. Now, you notice how, how, they, how, how they immediately tried to tell him that Trump broke the law? And then they're, they're, that one woman was saying how, you know, tribunals and, 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 and the FBI to investigate, you can't have foreign... Uh, governments investigating a political opponent, and every time uh, Speaker uh, Gingrich tried to in, enlighten them and inform them of the, of what of what they of the, what the what it actually is, they talked right over him and told him what the liberal spin is. Go figure. That's how they do it. Marked up. I just killed a liberal fly with my conservative flash water. And his partner's back. Well, what, I'm, nail him what, what, really, what really gets me, okay, what really gets me is, you know, they invite these people on the show. They don't want to hear anything they have to say. They, they act like cackling fucking hens, and they continue on and continue on and continue on spinning their liberal bullshit. And what gets me is nowhere in the transcript did he say anything about investigating Biden. He wants them to look into corruption. How is that investigating a political opponent? 
where do they get their 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 ridiculous idea that it's all about investigating a political opponent? They're trying to create a high crime and misdemeanor that doesn't exist, or or is it just my imagination? All they want, they want the person to be there on the stage with them so they can attack him. That's all they want to do is just attack him. They don't care what he has to say, just him being there so they have somebody that they can direct their anger at. And no matter what they say to defend themselves, it doesn't matter. They just want to attack. It's fucking bizarre, but that's how they are. But let, but but yet, these liberal shitbags won't go on with a conservative interviewer because what they're afraid that the truth will be exposed. Well, they used to have trouble with Bill O'Reilly, Hannity. They don't. How often do you see them invited? Or not Bill O'Reilly anymore because of uh, he was. Attacked and they ruined him They they cost him a lot uh, Because of what he did and his history And uh, they Destroyed him But you don't see Hannity invited to the few Do you? Because they fight back They don't stop They're just as fast They don't like that Wasn't it with, wasn't it with Bill O'Reilly That one of the women got up and walked off The view because she couldn't defend yeah, that was anymore. She got so aggravated. Yeah. But so aggravated, got up and walked away. Her. She got up and she stormed off the set. Yep. Because he came he came prepared. They don't like that. Even Speaker Gingrich came prepared, but they didn't want it. They, they, they wouldn't hear it. They didn't want anything. They didn't want him to have any say whatsoever. And you, and you heard it for yourselves. They just kept yep. talking right over him. Interrupting, talking over him. I mean, it, it's like uh, but, our facts are more <clears throat> important than yours, yours are in facts. Ours are the facts, right. and that's all there is to it. And now... You don't hear anything about this whistleblower. You don't hear anything about the investigations except once in a blue moon. I'm starting to wonder if they're delaying the everything until 2020. You know? Really starting to wonder if that's their if that's their objective. They're wearing shit out and they're wearing people out. What's that, Mike? They're wearing their too much mileage, man. They're wearing things out. They're wearing people out. They're wearing topics out. They're, you know, they're really they've got to come up with some new material. They're desperate for new material. Now, U.S. lawmakers and others are condemning President Trump for his comment. For, for his lynching comment on impeachment probe 
I don't. I agree with him. That's what just came across my ticker in the last minute. Yeah. But they condemn him for everything he says anyway, so how is this anything different? Exactly. Everything he tweets they, they condemn him for. So what's what's new about this? All right. <clears throat> if he tweeted, boy, the sun's out today, they would complain about that. Uh, so there's the, nothing fucking new. Okay, and what else do you have to say about it? Well, uh, the liberals don't have anything else to say about it. it. They're they're wearing everybody out. People are really, and they don't realize that they're boring us now. That's going to affect the election, and they don't get it. People are getting tired of it. A Democrat, and what's the first thing that's coming to your mind when you hear a Democrat? Oh, complaints and suits and investigations and how much is forty million and Mueller and jeez, do I really want? No, I don't want to get in the middle of those fucking people are nuts. And Pelosi and AOC and they're the party of problems. It's the problem party. Nothing but shit comes out of them, and they accomplish what? What have they given back? What have they done? Nothing. Well, we passed all these bills, yeah, that you knew weren't going to go through the Senate. Useless fucking bills. You made sunspots illegal. Oh, okay. Go enforce it now. And you wonder why the Senate didn't vote on it? Uh, stupid shit. But we passed them. Good for you. Well, it's like you always point out, Mike. They, 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 they do these things so they can say they're doing something. Right. But when have they passed any kind of meaningful legislation that the Senate can actually wrap around and that the president would actually sign? They haven't. It's all meaningless bullshit. You know, it's it's all garbage. I agree with you. And one thing that I've that I've I've tried to you know to put out there is that and and, it's, and I have an op-ed that I'm going to be releasing tomorrow uh, before I leave the house, and that is, you know, how the 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 Democrats and the media, it's all they 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 they're they're saying the exact same shit. If, if it's obstruction, the media comes out and says he obstructed. It's obstruction. If they say he, he he violated his oath, the president violated his oath from the media. So it's it's all Democrat liberal spin and the and the and outlets like CNN and MSNBC who are the chief instigators and provocateurs of the propaganda because they get it from the Democrats. They don't see that it's a problem because people are sick and tired of hearing it. They're tired of the constant investigations, the probes, this, the that. It's you know, it's all just ridiculous, retarded nonsense. Yep. So that by the end of the day, the American people are so numb from hearing all this shit. You know, I was I was I was sitting uh, with some friends of mine at Dunkin' Donuts this morning, 
okay, having coffee. And we were talking about all this, and right on the, on the big screen in the Dunkin' Donuts, CNN, talking about how he violated his oath. And I'm like, really? And one of my friends turned around and said, you know, I, I, I don't even want to hear this anymore. I'm tired. I've had it. You know, they, they haven't done shit so they're, they're except attack the president, and that's all. The, that's the only thing that they're calling news all day long. It's nothing but attack Trump. He says, Where, "Where's the where's the rest of the news that's happening in, in in the world? What what's happening in America, other than attack Trump shit?" And he's and the guy was right. So I'm I'm seeing it. I'm hearing it when I go around town. People are fed up. Yep. Now, I want you to take a listen to this one clip I have. And remember the impeachment of Bill Clinton? Well, this clip was from December 18th, 1998. It's it's two members of two Democrats in Congress. Danny Davis, a Democrat from Illinois at the time, and Gregory Meeks, a Democrat who represented New York in the Congress during the impeachment uh, thing, impeachment of Bill Clinton. So take a listen to this and listen to what they're saying. This is, you know, and, and this is to me, it's it's like you know you're looking at the history of, of of an impeachment probe that took place, you know, what 21 years ago, I think. So here we go. I call this the nightmare before Christmas, and the American people find it difficult to believe that here we are on this day, talking about impeaching a president who just came back from the Middle East almost with a peace accord. This is not about impeaching Bill Clinton. This is about trying to roll back the clock. This is about impeaching affirmative action, impeaching women's rights. This is about taking America back rather than moving it forward. I know how I'm going to vote. My people have told me I will not disregard the people who elected me. Seventy percent of them have said to me, Protect the president. Vote to keep this president in office. So I will not vote for this nightmare before Christmas. I will not vote for this lynching in the people's house. I will vote against these resolutions. Little did I expect that 10 months later I would have to cast a vote that was certain to become one of the most important in my life. I intend to vote against each of these articles of impeachment. My reasons are neither partisan nor do they reflect my distaste and dissatisfaction with the president's behavior. Instead, my votes are a protest against an unfair process. The inequities in the impeachment process have been glaring. 
The Republicans started with Whitewater. They found nothing. Ken Starr then went to Travelgate. He found nothing. He never released documents. In fact, he made no effort to publicly admit to the lack of evidence against the president. Instead, he developed relationships with the Jones legal team and withheld this information from the Justice Department. Rather than disclosing the bias, this bias, his bias to the proper parties. What we are doing or what we are doing here is not a prosecution. It's a persecution. And indeed, it is a political lynching. The Republicans have, no, have had no agenda for over a year. And with this act today, they are signaling that they have no agenda for the future. Rather than working together in a bipartisan manner on issues we need. The, the people want censure and move on. Now, the first person you heard in that was uh, Danny Davis, the Democrat from Illinois at the time. And the second person you heard was Gregory Meeks, who represented New York in the Congress at the time, also a Democrat. Notice how they were all fired up to protect their president. And 21 years later, Democrats are out to, out to destroy a president, forgetting history. Wow. If it's not one of their own, they don't give a fuck. All right, guys, what did you think? Okay. I guess that's my answer. Uh, I guess, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. That's how they are. You know, nothing surprising there. Same old shit. You know, Democrats, the Democrat games. Well, you know, the Democrats, yeah. you know, they do it, but it's your fault. You know, that's how they work. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> crazy fuckers. I don't know how they rationalize things. It's fucking bizarre. It's like they look at a, a subject and say, okay, common sense tells us this, but let's look at it from a different perspective that's completely fucking out the window. And that's the approach we're going to accept and embrace. And that's what they do. Like, how'd you well, it might, well, here's how the scenario goes. What is right is wrong. What is wrong right. is right. That's yeah. how they do it. That's, that's, a, that's a play game. <laughs> That's their plan, yes, you know. It's ass backwards. It's totally ass backwards from reality. Oh, completely. Okay. Yeah, well, absolutely. They, they live, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they live in a fantasy world. What if I've always said they live in a fucking fantasy world? They'll protect their own, okay. But you get somebody outside of their little clique, okay, bullshit, and they're on them like stink on shit, okay. It's, they're 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 that, they're, they're that, but that's exactly what I said about the court system. It's exactly the same way. As long as they're taking care of their own, fuck the rest. How can we fuck the rest? That's what they do. You know what I mean? Don't seem like a, you know, a prime a copy example what they all both do. You know, that's what it's it is. This stuff is just so bizarre. Lately, the biggest excuse for all of them, maybe with Hillary, they've used it twice now. Well, it wasn't intentional. Well, there was no signs of it being... Done repeatedly intentionally, so no, it doesn't fucking. How do you justify that? 
Right. Well, can I ask you guys a real rhetorical, retarded question? What have they done for the people lately? What what, what type of subject or anything that the American people need have they worked on? Nothing. Nothing. I've not heard shit. Nothing. Not a goddamn word. Just impeach Trump. Get Trump out of there. Get him for collusion. Get him for this. Get him for that. Get him for this. Get him for that. The American people, who the fuck are they? (laughs) Who do we work for? We work for the people to get rid of Trump. We don't work for the American people. Fuck them. That's what it shows you. That shows you how much we're worth to them fuckers. Nothing. That's a sad part of this, man. Exactly. Ron, you hit it right on the – you hit the head right on the nail. You know, it's funny. The American people think that they're voting these people in to do the the work of the people of of America when in actuality they're in it for their own self-interest, their own agenda. That's right. And whatever special interest group. Or, or or lobbyists gave them the most money, so they figure we're working for you. We vote for me, and right. I'll work for you. And oh, and that as soon as they get voted in, they're like behind closed doors. They're going, ah, "Fuck you, America!" You know we're in, and that's we're right. The fuck we they do. work for the corporate. They work for the corporate controllers. That's who they work for. They're they're working for their greater good. They that's have right. a greater good you too. They're working for That's their, right. not not ours, not for the greater right. good of the country, for their own personal right. fucking gain, for their own personal. But they don't tell you it that way, gunslinger. Yeah. They don't say it no. that way. They say for the greater good. Period. They'll say it's far. They say for the greater good, but they don't say who. You know what I mean? Who's the beneficiary of this greater good shit? It's them. That's exactly what it is. Fucking douchebags. It'll all come around though. It'll, you watch. It'll come around. It'll bite. It's going to be Trump biting the ass later. You watch. Right now, you know, um, you know, economics. You know, you know, George, you're thinking economics are doing really good and stuff like that. I just got a uh, something sent to me. Uh, right now, that the housing market right now is nine trillion dollars in debt. Nine fucking trillion dollars in debt. So something's wrong. So, see, the Democrats are not doing their fucking job to help remedy this. They're in that too busy fucking with Trump. Mm-hmm. They should be concentrating on straightening this shit out, helping him out to fix this. He's only one man. He needs these fuckers <coughs> to help him, but he don't have it. They're, they, you know, they get, they don't give fucking two shits about this guy. They just want to get him out so they can get back into power, so they can spend more fucking money, waste more pe- American fucking tax dollars. Fuck the American people. Exactly. Fuck them. Yeah. Well, you know, and 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 here's here's a here's another little item. Okay. You know, going to going going to the to the back to the to the gun issue. All right. Now, an official for the Fraternal Order of Police slammed Beto O'Rourke's ridiculous plan to use cops to enforce gun buybacks. Okay. Now get this. Presidential candidate Beto O'Rourke's proposal to have the police show up at gun owners' homes and enforce a mandatory assault weapons buyback is a joke and would put officers in harm's way. National Vice President of the Fraternal Order of Police, Joe Gamaldi, said Tuesday. Now, Gamaldi, appearing on Fox and News Channel's Fox and Friends, said that in a time where everyone is asking law enforcement to bridge the gap with the community 
O'Rourke's idea is ridiculous and reeks of desperation. The only thing more idiotic than Beto O'Rourke suggesting that we should go door to door and seize citizens who are following the laws, property, is his current presidential run. Now, this is what Grimaldi said, adding, I think he's polling at 2%. It puts our officers in a very dangerous situation where we're showing up to someone's house. We're armed. These people are obviously citizens, are armed. And now you expect us to seize their guns? Give me a break, he said, he was exasperated when he said this. Now, last week on MSNBC's Morning Joe, Beto O'Rourke said that there have been, there have to be consequences for any law that is not followed or flagrantly abused. I think there would be a visit by law enforcement to recover that firearm and to make sure that it is purchased, bought back, so that it cannot be potentially used against somebody else, he said. Now, O'Rourke added that he's banking on the, cons- on the conscience of everyday Americans to understand that they don't need assault weapons for self-defense and will turn in their weapons willingly citing Australia as a prime example of a gun buyback program. Okay. Now, he said, my faith is in this country and in my fellow Americans following the law and listening to people who own AK-47s and AR-15s who acknowledge, who concede, they don't need it for self-protection. He's doing anything that he can to get attention. So, of course, just like he did during his Senate campaign, which he lost, by the way, is that he's taking a shot at the hardworking men and women of law enforcement like he did during that time. This is what Grimaldi said on on Fox News Channel. He said that if we want to have a real conversation about guns in this country, we should talk about activists Activist DAs and judges across the country who are letting thousands of people go with violent gun crimes. So if we want to have a conversation about gun violence in this country, let's talk about using the laws we have right now and throw the book at these dirtbags that are victimizing hardworking people of our community. Gee, that sounds like a real common sense idea, doesn't it? Go after the pricks that that have illegal guns who are victimizing innocent men and women in our communities rather than going after law-abiding gun owners and, what, turning them into criminals if they don't surrender their their AK-47s and AR-15s willingly? My answer would be if you want to have real dialogue, my answer would be if you want to have real dialogue or real discussion about the gun uh, issue, you should have it with people that really honestly understand the issue, not people like Beto O'Rourke or anybody else that have no clue what the fuck is going on. 
because they have nothing to contribute. Even just the thought of him saying that, I mean, which, well, except for the liberals and the flakes and all these other fucking dumb fucks out there, people like us, we're going to, we're, we're, first time he said that, I heard him say that, I said, you dumb motherfucker, try it. Okay? There is no way in hell. If he was the only person running for the president of the United States, okay, on either side, it doesn't matter, the, the American people would laugh at him. They would literally laugh him out of the fucking building. Really? You're going to demand I surrender my gun to your fucking ass, boy? You got nothing coming, okay? You want to you want to see you want to see the Civil War uh, re redid all over again? Try it. Well, it seems like they realize they fail to realize what we did, why we came here from England in the first place. You know what I mean? To get away from government controllers. Yeah, yeah but freedom. Times have changed oh, yeah, now. We don't yeah. need that oh, attitude. We don't need that break. attitude anymore. We can accept uh-huh. it now because we control it. It's different now. It's not yeah. the 1700s. Stop. Yeah, you the money controls it. Gun, gun person that has Bibles. We don't right. need your comments. Right, right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that's a new way of thinking. Fucking yeah. crackheads. Those are the old times. These are new times now. We don't need your way of thinking. You're outdated. Yeah. Okay. That's about it. Yeah, and they, like I said, they expect you. They, they're trying every way means to 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 polarize the public to believe this shit. You know, that's what they've been doing, man. They really have this. They have people brainwashed from a child up in from preschool up to a graduating high school student that it's all bad. You know, you need to listen to what we tell you. What was that fucking 1984? Yeah, that that fucking you know that 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 thing <laughs> that we said for the greater yeah. good, you know, and all that shit. Yeah, <laughs> it, you it's controlled by that TV screen or the radio thing, whatever the fuck it was. You know, uh, that's what they want. That's exactly what they want. They want to be able to move people. You know, and like I said, I, this this coming winter, coming up, I'm going to do another series on human farming. I don't know if you ever caught a time I did a blog talk about five years ago. I did this fucking thing called human farming. People flip the fuck out. You know, so <clears throat> I'm going to do it again just to fuck with people's minds. And it's it's real. It's a real fucking game. You know, it's a real game they play with us. And, uh, you know, it's not what you, you know, the reality some people live in are not the same reality that other people live in. But they want everybody to live in the same reality. Yeah, it's not artificial. Yeah. Well, that's what they want, though, Mike. That's what they want. That's what these big money money hoarders want. They want everybody to believe in their pattern, their fucking train of thought. You know, for the greater good. That's what it is. Make an evil thing sound like it's a good thing. That's how they play. Most of the shit that happened in this country would never happen if they didn't fucking make it up. You know it. They make shit up as they go along. It's constant. Some fucking bullshit crisis all the fucking time. They got to. Because they got to promote fear. The only way you can control the people is with fear. You throw fear at people and they'll do whatever you want. Trust me. Hitler did it, didn't he? Stalin yep. did it. 
you know, they did it. They was effective as a motherfucker with it too. So, you know. You know, Genghis Khan. I mean, it goes back and back and back and back on back, you know, to before biblical times, man. All this shit went down, threatening beer. So, this ain't nothing new. Anyway, guys, I'm at the bail out of here. I'm about to fall asleep again. I've been sleeping all day, but it's fucking been great. <laughs> I'm getting tired again. Bored. Bored. Need a napper. So, I'm going to blow this camp, and I will see you guys tomorrow night. All righty then. All right, Ron. All right, guys. I'll see you all later. I'll see you later, Ron. Have a good night. Well, I wasn't planning on doing overtime. I was actually planning on being off the off of here 42 minutes ago. So I can get get an early uh, get some good rest in. But well, that didn't call happen. it a night then. Well, let's call it a night. That's what right I'm doing right now. Enough. Yeah, good. That's what I'm That's doing what... right now. I'm I'm getting ready to call it a night. It's but, a night. Uh, I beat you to it. It's a night. Is it your turn? You want you right. want to second that motion? Good night, guys. <laughs> All right, later. <laughs> All right, George, I'll tell you, see you tomorrow. Yep, see you tomorrow, buddy. All right, bye. That'll do it for this edition of Firefox News Online. We will be back. Well, we'll be back, but not Wednesday night. Wednesday night, I have a prior commitment that takes me away from the broadcast for the night. But we'll catch you next time. You can count on it. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Thanks to Iggy Mom, Gunslinger, Ron Reck, Mike, and everybody that tuned in on live and archive. For the com- as always, y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, don't name it after me. That would be a mistake, especially for, especially for me. Ugh. Night, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2019, all rights reserved. If you have any comments you'd like to share... We'd like to hear from you. Write to comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. And if you have any stories or topic ideas you'd like to send our way, you can send them to WeReport at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's WeReport at firefoxnewsonline.com. Firefox News Online airs Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 Central, and 8 Pacific Time on multiple broadcast platforms. Go to Facebook.com slash FFNOP. That's Facebook.com slash FFNOP. Or you can go to Facebook.com slash Firefox News Online Journalist. That's Facebook.com slash Firefox News Online Journalist, where you will find the links to all the live broadcasts. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next edition of Firefox News Online. Fair. 
balanced, and always responsible.